What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again, episode 77. Always happy to be here for you guys. Um, joined by two of the three resident homies tonight. Joseph is uh, hitting his skins hard at a last of Lucy jam, getting ready for some shows that they're doing. We should actually plug those shows again. I don't know. We should have been prepared with that. You're still uh, muted, Joel. Um <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll look him up and see if I can pull him up yeah. in a little while. All right. But um, either way, miss you, Joseph. Maybe he might pop in tonight. That'd be awesome if he does. But if not, I'm with Joel and Casey. My name is Anthony. What up, y'all? And uh, tonight we're joined by uh, my brother, our brother. Um, worked with him for several years and love him to death. We got Troy Fullerton back <laughs> over a year later. What's up, dude? <laughs> right on. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Stuck like to be here. It's, it's been what what number was this the severed episode was three right or four something yeah like it's over a year ago yeah. it's like yeah I've, I've seen the what's it called the uh the memories come on yeah the memories show up on facebook it's like fuck mm -hmm. that was a year ago already like severed was a year ago like it's that's like been over like a year and two months or something yeah so it's been if yeah we've done it every week so 54 episodes ago it's just a, a year and two weeks dude so what's going on troy how are you bro <laughs> I'm good. Right. I'm good. I'm like trying to do math in my head. This is not working right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I'm ripping the old school, one. dude. I fucking found this recently, dude. I'm, I'm, oh, I love shit. this shirt, dude. Look at that print, dude. On, Still yeah, the small, wow. yeah, dude. The that's, small grave with black logo print. Yeah, I was going to say that's shirt. Super yeah. rare. For people that yeah. don't know, Troy was it was basically obviously Severed Savior and stuff. Anthony um, started his own project with Dan Kenny, who's in Suicide Silence now. And uh, Troy jumped in on drums. And how old were you guys when that started? Um, I was 19 when we we started that band. Jesus. Yeah, I think, <laughs> or 18, 19 or something. Or maybe 19 was when Troy came in the mix. I can't remember. But either way, it was, yeah, those Somewhere around there. years right after graduating high school is when Dan and I started doing that. And uh, very quickly, yeah, Troy j jumped in as the first human. I was the drum, drum programmer and vocalist. And then... Were you programming it like with the? Were you doing the pads or did you have it programmed? Or were you just no? I pro I I, okay, I, yeah. I programmed. No, there's no way I'd be was able a, to fucking do that, like dude. Doctor Rhythm or something or what was it called? Yeah, it was oh, a Doctor yeah, Rhythm. You like tap in the beats, like, like yeah, last beat, last beat. <laughs> and there was a button <laughs> that you hold to like just flood it with double bass. So you just hold the button and then hold the double bass down, and it'll just play it at at uh 30 seconds yeah yeah no that shit was fucking <laughs> and you pick your tempo and and yeah there's like each each uh there was uh files or like i don't know what they called them it wasn't files but there was just open basically space for you to make a track and you you i didn't know how to link it all together so i'd sit there you know high as shit dan's playing his riffs and i got this little tiny thing in my lap and i'm just turning knobs like getting and you have to you have to like no okay we're gonna do this for two measures so i gotta halfway through the second measure link up the next num uh the next file so it'll hit right after that one finishes and sometimes <laughs> i fuck up and got over it and said hey troy dude i'm tired of this dude i need a human yeah. <laughs> you know what's Those... funny is a quick little story on um on like doing little machine stuff when i first the first inception of brain drill was just me and dylan and a drum machine and uh, 
So he had like a few songs and stuff, and we had this drummer try to learn it. And uh, I'm like, this one drummer can like blast all crazy or something. This is actually probably even before I met Casey. I might, I don't even know, but it was a long time ago. And um, he basically got this like keyboard that had a drum program on it. And he was trying to show the drummer. He's like, he's like, he's like doing brain drill on this little keyboard. He's like, <laughs> he's like just like freaking out. <laughs> and he like actually could kind of do it. I was actually yeah. pretty impressed. But I actually, yeah, I had a I had a keyboard that you could do the drum, all the drum samples on each key, and it, those, yep. the snare and the uh, kick drum were close enough to where you could just like uh, position three fingers and just go. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what he did too. He had like little like. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, didn't you have like an? Do you have like the arpeggio thing, arpeggiator, or whatever? Like I had oh, that a would probably of, help. A Roland XP10. I had this, and it, you just like turn on the arpeggiator, and you go to like the drum setting, and you just hold that. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and you just like you know, just like whatever. Probably at two forty <laughs> with one hundred twenty beats a minute, thirty right. seconds or something, you know. So oh, yeah. whatever, but yeah, fun stuff, rock and roll. Troy, do we have? <laughs> uh, do we want to plug anything? Let's now we can plug some severed stuff. Do we got a merch uh, store now? Right? Yeah. Got some Work. stuff in it. Should be more stuff coming pretty soon. I don't know. Is it uh, severedsavior.us? <laughs> yeah, severedsavior.us. Um, all the current stuff in there. And then I working think on getting, you know, like the full um, album art shirts and, and other stuff coming soon. Sick. Probably some other cool That's things awesome. as we get into uh, summer. Oh, yeah. We'll make some flip-flops. <laughs> Shit, beat us to it. Ah, oh, dude. No, now we gotta now we gotta race, dude. First yeah, yeah. one to put out sandals, dude. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that's right. Kelly got sandals. This is the well, fucking sandal scandal, that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny uh to see the severed savior.us because that's what was carnivorous. Carnivorous.us. Yeah. I've never heard of any other website having dot us except for that's, severed savior and carnivorous. That's like I when think... shit was people running out of dot coms and they're like, because carnivorous is like obviously pretty popular, like a, yeah. a term, you know. So yeah. there's dude, we and me and Carrie were uh, and me the project me and Carrie and uh, uh fucking Casey are doing um he wanted to get a domain that's because now there's like funny ass domains. He was gonna make it all realm dot pizza. <laughs> nice. There you go. I like that. I, I actually back it hard, dude. Yeah. I back that very hard. Yeah. Just just nobody go to fecalfeliac.com. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not a good Fecalfeliac.sushi. Good idea. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Oh, man. It's too early for that. We haven't even got well, it. Dot, dot foods, dude. Come on. Is, it, <laughs> is this from experience? Is there? No. <laughs> no, but I got some of that merch, though, right when it went on sale. I got that. Uh, it's the just the severed logo one with like, it's like a, I'm sorry, a yellow outline with the black middle. It's mm. fucking sick, dude. I've been rubbing that thing everywhere. Are yeah, they, was... um, so is it, um, is it, are those coming from Indonesia or something? Because I know that there was like, there's a lot of those fans that are making merch for like, like bands that oh, yeah. are, you know, like, br- like brutal really... lines and stuff. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Right, right. Um, the yellow outline is, um, it's just kind of a new take on the classic, like black and white outer glow one. But um, we did have the forced to bleed and brutality stuff that came from, um, Lindung Productions, Rama, okay. Lindung, in in, in Indi- Indonesia, and uh, okay, yeah, Brutal Mind is really wants to do some stuff too, but kind of trying to like spread it out a little bit. Um, Definitely, we're not like stepping on people's toes, and there's a new company in India that's, I guess, 
trying to hit up bands and do merch. And then there's another one in Russia too. But um, yeah, Joseph was saying Bangladesh is actually a spot now to get merch made for good yeah. prices and all that stuff. He was talking to some people while he was over there. Is there any survival merch? I, I wasn't. What up, Sam? I'm ignoring you, Sam. Up, Sam. Yes, eventually survival. Yeah, probably survival before brutality and forcibly, just because we just did that with um, with the Indonesian stuff. I don't know. We obviously gotta get things together and then run it by everybody. <laughs> but uh, the plan is, yeah, eventually to have it all, you know, available again. <clears throat> but okay. the like the outline stuff and the current beanies and um, you know, all the logo stuff that we have on the severedsavior.us is, I would say, made in the U.S. It's actually, there's various places that they make it, just kind of depending on where you're ordering it from. Yeah. So it's like um, on demand, basically. Definitely. Very cool. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, um, apparently, people that are, were ordering that when it first went live in like uh, places like, you know, Germany, um, for example, which normally you'd have to, you know, make it here and then ship it and it'd be weeks before they get it. Like they were literally getting their stuff in the two days. Wow. <laughs> and it Damn. was taking like a week and a half here. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Took forever for mine to come. Crazy. But yeah. <clears throat> right so on, on, top, dude. on top of that, you're doing the podcast though, or you're doing the Twitch streams now, right? You're yeah. Spanking new venture, drums. new, new, yeah. um, I don't know what you call it venture project or something to do i've been uh <laughs> really uh <laughs> procrastinating on getting a rehearsal space and getting playing again and getting back into you know musical projects and letting um work rule my life for the last few years and it was kind of funny that i i started watching you know got exposed to other people on twitch and started watching that and that kind of really inspired me to get going and get playing again and then once i was doing that i was like wow you know i have some cameras and stuff like that, that looks fun i want to do that mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah who were some of the players that inspired you shot. <clears throat> I, I think the first time recently like um because i had checked out twitch way back in like i don't know 2016 or something like that and pretty early on and it just seemed like it was all gamers and then i remember when alex bent started um streaming and i checked it out again but it still it didn't really seem like there was much for music Mm -hmm. Um, at least what i had found or maybe i was searching for the wrong thing but uh i want to say it was like december sometime i saw some posts on facebook that um scott carstairs from fallujah was having a like his one year anniversary subathon thing Mm -hmm. i was like i like fallujah i'll check that out Mm -hmm. and um and then not too long after that there was the murdog fest uh, yeah, charity um, stream fest to raise you know money for diabetes research, and so I watched that, and um, I watched a lot more of that one than Scott's, and I was like, you know, holy shit, there's all kinds of cool people on here. So then I just started kind of diving in, and you know, then it got to a point where I was like watching it four hours a day, and I was like, okay, I gotta cut back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds like Joel. Joel, you got but, you got hooked by it too, right? Yeah, it was pretty quick. It was uh, it was definitely first. It was actually, I think, you know, actually, what it was. I mean, f- between the buried and me, and I know Alex Bentz had his thing. I with all the musicians that were on there, I thought they were just playing video games. So I didn't know they were jamming. And right. then I would start to see um, 
Alex posts like little clips of him jamming and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's quite cool. And um, then um, between the buried and me had a live stream that was only on Twitch during the pandemic. And I was like, oh, this is fucking sounds great. And it's live and it's just one time. And this is the time you can catch it. And that's it. And I was like, this mm-hmm. is pretty cool. And then um, and then we had um, Max from Anomalous on. And um, Max was basically like, I'm going on Scott's. I mean, I've seen Scott's postings of it. I just never checked it out. He's like, hey, I'm going on Scott's uh, Twitch tomorrow. Do you want to check it out? You should come check it out. So I went and checked it out, and I was like, this is actually pretty fucking fun. Like, I'm interested in it, and like, you know, people are responding to you, and you're like, you're basically watching TV where you're talking, and they're talking back to you, and it's fucking yeah. it's kind of a fun thing. And especially like, if you're just you know, end of the day, had nothing to do, just chilling and hanging out with some of your friends, and and watching them jam and stuff like that, and freestyle. And I was always worried about the. Um, the lag or something, you know, with like them jamming and freestyling, and uh, it seemed to be fucking pretty dead on. It seemed uh, the sound was better than I expected. Like, and then Justin, um, Justin McKinney from Zenith Passage, I'd watched those two a bunch, and the sound was actually sick, and the music worked with the sound, and it wasn't like overwhelming, and I could hear the guitar player, I could hear the drums, I could hear everything, and uh, I was like, fuck, this is actually pretty interactive, you know? So, yeah. and then just yeah. went down the rabbit hole like Murray, too. I know Murray, when I went in, Murray was like at the top of his like Twitch game. Like everyone was just like the whole time. Everyone was like, fucking shout out Murray, Jedi grind, Jedi grind, Jedi grind. Like the whole, everything I'd ever go to was just uh, them saying Jedi grind a million times. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. So Murray's Murray's locking up the industry with this, you know? And then Murray hit me up recently and was like, I got to take a break, man. I'm doing it way too much. It's like, it's uh, I'm staying on it all day and shit, you know? So it definitely can get addicting. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And Max was actually the one that made me... Uh, get an account too because i mean who yeah. doesn't want to watch max from anomalous just oh so sick just so good dude because yeah. he's like he's probably like one of the best improv soloists in extreme metal underground yeah, he's insane. Yeah. yeah i he, saw his clip he just posted the other day it was really sick yeah dude like, and, and what's cool is like people challenge him with songs to to shred over and he he does yeah. it dude you know it's sick as yeah. Well. yeah yeah, and also yeah, shout out to Andrew Baird. He he just did his 420 uh, like stream yesterday, right? And yeah, that was his birthday nice. recently, and uh, that was like his birthday stream and stuff. And and I sick. guess two year anniversary for Twitch. Yeah. Oh, sick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then he uh, also like him and Scott Carsters are good friends, and they've both been on the podcast. And I, I was actually talking to Scott yesterday, asking him some questions about Twitch and it, the community. These guys are like so like cool and like helpful it's mm-hmm. like it's awesome and so like alex bent like all these people i'm mentioning are like the nicest people like in the world <laughs> like totally you know? and just like you too definitely troy like you know <laughs> like just like you're just like the coolest people so like well, i love supporting all you guys like i want to come watch your shit sick dude check out and this right have on shred too so. you got mm-hmm. lee smith lee smith is fucking on here right now look at that oh is that lee no way yeah. i've been what messing, up, messing lee? With my, yeah yeah nice dude Damn, what up i miss bro. lee Dude, Lee, Ciara, Lee, too. Lee, come on the podcast. I've been talking to him about it. He's uh, he's trying Dude. to get a uh, oh, Ciara. I said Ciara, Ciara. Um, Lee played he said that he needs, he needs a. Uh, well, he said he needs a, a webcam because his computer doesn't have hey, one. Hey, Murray's here. Yay! So, finally, so for everybody he is. Oh, so for man. everybody, Lee Smith was the drummer for a Stratosphere in the Palace of Mirror days. Yep. Uh, fucking killer, killer drummer, dude. Murray, I mean, all the Stratosphere live gigs that I saw were with him on drums, and he was phenomenal every single night. And oh, uh, 
Lee's. We had we had we we had a lot of fun. You know, Lee was actually drumming with Odious for a little bit. Yeah, Casey totally. decided yep. to play guitar for a little bit, dude. So yeah, there's there's stuff. some yeah. un unrecorded, you know, nobody knew except for us jams with Lee Smith on drums and Casey on guitar in the living room of the Thunder or the Furniture Dome. Yeah, I, I wish when we I, had that. He was gonna play in Decrepit too. I mean, he was in that video with Joel, and also I on on the polarity. He he played that death track. I didn't play drums on that. I have, a, a, pic, I have a picture of him with like because it came with the polarity. Um, what was that? It was like a secret polarity. I don't know, like European yeah. vinyl or something. It's on my wall, but it's us all like standing around the orb or something. Yeah, that's Ch- right. Chase and Lee in it. And Lee and yeah. Chase. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah, yeah good so times, man. I I I remember just stand. Okay, I'll bring it back to Severed in a second, and Troy. But I was going to say, <laughs> I remember back in those days. And some of our homies that were drummers like that, and you were one of them, Troy. But I remember with Lee, like just standing there and being like watching him play stuff and be like, How do you do that? Like, what do you, I, I don't, I like, I couldn't do what he was doing. Like, it was like, it's like Sean Reinert style stuff, just so sick. And I, I just, I've, I've spent like the last like 10 years trying to get better at that stuff. And, and Troy, like, do the same thing, man. Like, you were such a big influence to me, like back in those days when we were such good friends and stuff. And at that studio, we've talked about it before, but, man dude, it's just i i just wanted to get into that too like the like the back in the day i don't know what, what kind of timeline we're going to go on with this but man like you were such a big big influence to me like back well, i remember well, just well. watching you know and you were so cool too that was the thing and you were just so like mike hamilton and all these dudes you were just like right there like what's up man like and and you like showed me stuff and like i don't know so i just i i consider you a friend always but i also am like super influenced by you and like you know Mm-hmm. I think you're uh, you're an OG dude to me. I mean, I remember seeing Sever before I knew who you were, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, like these guys are nuts, you know. So respect, man. Damn. Love you, dude. <laughs> Mad respect. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh wow. So with the with well, the Twitch guess. climate though, that that's actually got you uh, more excited about playing again, huh? It's like yeah, making it was an excuse. A cool like circular kind of symbiotic thing, right? You know. Yeah. It got me listening and and watching and thinking about music more again and then that you know got me inspired to play and yeah <clears throat> and then now here i am attempting to play in front of people already <laughs> what are you yeah. what are you playing on your uh on your streams what are you uh what are you jamming are you jamming severed exclusively or are you uh because i was out of town when you uh last went live but um are you jamming to other stuff or what are you doing i was been trying to start off with uh you know um, easier like 80s 90s kind of thrash and old school death metal stuff um then was doing you know like uh megadeth and pantera and anthrax and old suffo and old cannibal and stuff like that um because i wanted to not like have a heart attack on a live stream for trying to play the severed <laughs> stuff before i was ready again mm-hmm. um but the uh, even though I didn't really feel like I was there yet, um, brain, what day is it? <laughs> I'll say last Thursday. night. Uh, it was like Monday or t- Monday I was on, I think, and last night. And both days I had uh, some firm encouragement to play some severed songs. I didn't think I was ready to play. And I was like, well, if you want to see me mess them up, all right. Um, mm-hmm. And then surprisingly, they went better than I had anticipated. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I'm, you know, being too 
um, cautious. Too cautious. I should just, yeah, exactly. Dude, yeah. I know the feeling, dude. I know. It's yeah, kind of alive like, adds another yeah. element to it, you know. Alive, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like playing a show, yeah. kind of, but in your, yeah. in your comfortable space. But still, it's like a show. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. how I was approaching it because you know, like the old kind of methodology for severed was like practice a fuck ton <laughs> for one show because everything has to be perfect. Yeah, um, and then I'd still fuck up anyway. But uh, <laughs> that's kind of like the irony is like we would practice, 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 and then you you still have the the variables you can't account for, um, mm-hmm. trigger issues or whatever, audio. Uh, bad monitoring or whatever else it is. And so I was coming out of that, like, I want to, I got to get my cardio up. I got to get practicing, like, you know, when nobody's watching and like, record it and feel like I'm doing good at it. It's got to be good enough that if Gilbert sees it, he doesn't cringe. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, cause that whole live thing, doing it in front of people, it's like, Oh, I can't, you know, get on here and, flail on my own songs <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Definitely. you got One gilbert thing, just like watching play. it and you're just all yeah <laughs> yeah oh no like, <laughs> i could play other people's songs and mess them up and be like well you know i mean it's, yeah. it's not my song i just yeah but when you're playing your own songs you're like it's to feel like i'm making excuses yeah like a hawk um you feel like you're making excuses like well i haven't played this in 10 years or you know yeah yeah you know, like it's one of those things. I didn't want to feel like, like I literally haven't played them in years and years and years. But you know, who's going to believe me? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. He's just fucked up, and he just wanted to, like, you know, well, make an excuse. So that was that's much, why I was holding back. Yeah, it's too much pressure, though. Like I, I feel like like okay, like because I'm thinking about it myself too, and I'm like, okay, there's a lot of things that I want to do on it, but I like not ready to just go on and do like a Joseph. Like, all right whole album playthrough of like blah, blah, blah. i'm just like god damn it no i can't do that so i don't know like i i, I mean you see people on there like streaming their process of stuff like you know writing something or maybe like practicing or like working on a thing so yeah kind of like all right i'm like relearning this song like bear with me like if you i don't know i don't know i mean that's how it's going to be with mine at least maybe people won't watch but no, nah, dude, I think that that totally is like showing the human aspect of yourself as an yeah. artist is, is something yeah. that is interesting to a lot of people. Like to mm-hmm. if you if you put an artist up on a pedestal and, and make them this like big thing, they become inhuman. Well, when you see that same person be human, then it's like, OK, well, the, I mean, the the love, the playing field is leveled and I can do this shit, too. It's it almost can be like a, a, a nudge for somebody like, hey, there's somebody th- this professional drummer that I've been looking up to for years. He he's flubbing and he's calling himself out on a stream or whatever like that. That could be the nudge like, OK, I'm going to go. I'm going to go try and play, you know? Yeah. Yeah, just knowing that like even even the greatest players still make mistakes yeah yeah that's one of the things that like i said i was holding back on is to be in that um environment where you holy can't... shit are you by a fucking drag race track or something <laughs> dude <laughs> what's going I turned, on i turned my sound effects off oh uh, 
He's like, I just passed gas. I think that was me, dude. <laughs> was that you? <laughs> you're a car. Oh, oh, dude, there's pe- people. There's people get hot rodded all down the street, dude. Yeah. Like, oh. the Coast Highway, dude. It's like by the lagoon. They just hot rod down it all the time. Yeah, and crazy. Any excuse, I heard that. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. No, it's all good. No worries. I was just saying, like, you know, to put yourself in a position of where you can't avoid transparency takes, yeah. to me, like, looking in, being on the outside looking in, I was like, oh, that takes some cojones. That takes some self-confidence, some self-esteem that historically I haven't really scored high on those things. That's kept mm-hmm. me from taking a lot of, taking advantage of a lot of opportunities, things I even put myself out there and asked for and then got offered them and was like, ah. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah you know um, totally dude yeah but like you were saying i was just gonna say go when you when you're like you you want something to happen and then it's actually going to happen you're like oh i didn't oh shit think it was actually gonna happen pucker moment yeah yeah and it's like oh can i afford it can i oh i don't know if i can learn now i have to back all my claims now i have to back all my claims and actually do it I just had a realization. It's because we're old, dude. Okay, just <laughs> why? Okay, so like, I've I, okay, like I'm I, I've been teaching music Wisdom. lessons for a long time, and I don't really I don't do that anymore for my main job, but I do a little bit with some students on the side. But like, I I've noticed that like you know adult students are super self conscious about learning, and they want to learn really fast, and they want to you know that. So it's like us, like we're like high expectations. The older we get, we're just like super hard on ourselves. Like we used to be able to do this, and oh, I can't do that anymore, and all this. And mm-hmm. and I always say it's like with younger students and stuff, they always like they don't care how much they suck or sloppy they are. They just go for it. They're like whatever, like ah, I suck, I, and they just keep playing. And then they get good because they just keep playing, you know. Yeah. So oh, no. it's kind of like yeah. yeah. And so it's like us when we were younger, we were just like whatever, just keep playing, and eventually it's good, you know. Yeah. And so and like even like with joseph like playing with diego and stuff and like when i first moved back down here from the bay area in like 2015 and and i was jamming with diego and stuff and i was like super self-conscious about like how i could play the stuff and i wasn't really playing a lot of death metal at the time and i was like you know i don't know like and i kept trying to play these songs that he that he had and stuff and i couldn't play i mean i could but i just wasn't like in in it at the time and then like but i was super self-conscious about it anyways i introduced him to joseph you know like about a year or two later and then uh joseph was just kind of like well i don't know i practiced and like like in the beginning he was like i barely know the song i, I got kind of halfway through it and diego would just be like almost like <laughs> almost and he just didn't care he's like yeah i don't know I was sloppy and i kept eh, i'm not fast enough here and this and that but i just keep and you just keep like like chipping away at it didn't it yeah. didn't have any like self-consciousness about it. it was just like i want to do this i don't give a shit if i suck until i get it and it's kind of like when I tried to play in Decrepit and I was just like, I don't know how I'm going to figure this out, but I'm going to make it work. You know, like yeah. I was like, couldn't no, do it, had, but I, that's per- that's a perfect example. I remember yeah, your conference. I didn't going care. I was just like, we'll yeah. figure it out. You know, I couldn't yeah. believe your confidence on that drive over to go to that, to go jam with them. I was like, I could not believe like, you were just like, yeah, I'm just gonna give it a shot. I don't fucking care. Well, you were kind of like, um, it was one of those like unachievable things in my head. Like, Oh, you know, like that's like one of the hardest things you're about to do. And you just fucking were like, ah, whatever. I'm just going to go do it. And you were just like, fucking nailed it and everyone's like fucking yeah. jaw on the ground but like nowadays you have too much time and too much like you've been alive to like too long to like see what can go wrong too much and like i don't right. know it's kind of like too after much all these years just this stream and it's just shit <laughs> well yeah you think <laughs> like about it like sloppy you- shit <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like 
They just burn their albums. Yeah. <laughs> sucks. But when you think about it, though, cool. it's like the older you get, you yeah. gain wisdom, right? Gosh. But yeah, yeah, you no. know, like you said, your expectations are higher, and your your time becomes yeah. more valuable, and so you kind of you have more things to lose in in a sense, even though most of it's just in your head, whether it's losing face or whatever else. Like you said, when you're young, like you don't you don't know you can't do it. You don't know, right? You're like, fuck. What have I got to lose? Like, oh, worst case scenario, they're like, oh yeah. Thanks, man. We're gonna go with somebody else. You're like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, but, totally. You know, as you get older, it's all yeah. You're wiser and everything else, but then it's also easier to be more guarded and cautious because you're like, oh man, it's so much effort to learn the material, and and then what if it doesn't work out? And then I spent all that time. <laughs> yeah, and um, definitely. Yeah, that was one of the things. It? Seeing people on Twitch like doing live learns and and people like. Uh, Mega Mike Drummer is the first one that comes to my head. Like, just letting people request random songs and yeah. just playing along to any song, whether you've, whether you've ever heard it before or not, and just like fuck it. Like, what has he got to lose? Like, realistically, you're like, well, yeah. What do you got to lose? I mean, you never heard it before, and of course you're gonna, you know, it's not gonna be perfect, but <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. That's people what it seem is. to really love watching people attempt things they've never done, and and mm -hmm. that level of bravery or whatever is pretty inspiring to like see a lot of people like willing to try to learn things that are outside of their comfort zone or outside of their skill level and they're trying to level themselves up in front of 87 people yeah and there's oh, no know, there's right? no um there's no prelude to it it comes to them right in the moment and so there's no time to think about it you just got to mm -hmm. do it kind of like sight reading but at another level mm -hmm. <laughs> i don't know but i yeah. kind of want to just I think it should just be like slot. Who gives a shit, dude? You just stream and you're like, this is real. This is how it is. I'm practicing. Like I'm doing my shit. Like I'm going to come back and do it again. And like, it might be great. It might suck. Like that's like real practice, you know? And, like, and like I, laughing it off too, not being mad, oh, but like gotta laughing have bad it off. Nights. Yeah, like, exactly. You can't, you can't be like, oh, fuck this. And the has got to be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and also, <laughs> I'd be actually entertaining <laughs> like, as shit to see a drummer just like stomping around the fucking room, breaking his shit every time he fucks up. Well, that's what you guys are. Fucking beat. Well, that's like you guys were saying, oh, you should stream like a recording session. Nobody wants to see that shit. Oh. <laughs> Dude, you want to see me throw sticks and scream like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't want to no. see that. Nobody, Dude, nobody like wants the, to watch that. Yeah. No. The 27. Somebody in case he's like, that's me. No. Right. <laughs> yeah. The 27th no. take of me trying to record Forced no, to Bleed no. back in the day was like that. No, no. Um, yeah. Um, oh, dude. Yeah. Like, what's his name? We, played I Batman. think we might have talked about it, but I recorded. remember it. There's so many takes, yeah. right? Shout out oh, Mike Fudo. Yeah, Losing your last week. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, Mike. Yeah, oh, man. man. So I guess it's a common thing, guys. You just fucking get pissed. It kind of snowballs too, right? It snowballs. Like it seems like when I'm like, let's say I have a riff down or something and I kind of got it, but I'm like, I could do it better. And then you, I could do it better. And then you start getting worse and worse at it. And you're just like, <laughs> fucking Dude. like I could do it a second ago. Yeah. Uh, my version of that would be like uh, I couldn't get a growl, so I just started punching myself in the throat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> growl. Did I got it? Reality <laughs> TV, like Twitch musician streaming, just pissed, like throwing mics, getting pissed, getting in fights. Oh, yeah. like, reality TV pissed off. Like it's not going to be pretty. I hope you're in, ready for a ride. And like I don't know, like, but I do think the factor of somebody watching you play and being into it is important because like that's that adrenaline factor even back in the day it's like oh going to band practice and oh dude 
bros bringing like four friends and they're gonna watch this play and it's like all right i better fucking shred it for those guys right i don't know dude. who that dude is over there but i'm <laughs> oh, man. like it's like if someone's watching or like or, or you know your girlfriend's in the back oh man i can't i don't want to say but i just remember like girlfriends like coming out and then they're like this solo sounded off or the the drums were off and we're critiquing <laughs> our practice damn dude but anyways but yeah I don't know, man. You got to have that adrenaline, dude. You got to have that, like somebody watching. And that's what like Twitch or or online brings to the live. Like, if you're just practicing by yourself, you're kind of like something's missing, dude. Like, you know, you can like ex you can entertain yourself a lot, but like when you have some kind of audience, you know, you really feel like I'm gonna actually like it, it brings more music out in a different way, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like but, if I had tried to do this ten years ago, there would have been lots of throwing of sticks and stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah it probably just wouldn't have happened but something yeah something of like you said getting back trying to get back to that youthful spirit or take the wisdom you have to like just be like you know what fuck it like what do you got to lose do it i think and, uh, with, with the words youthful spirit do you make me really think of like what kind of like what we're going through right now with the last album coming out and then doing the podcast and all that it's starting to give me that youthful spirit that i do uh, i'm not fully i got so many other responsibilities now than i did back then but like the yeah. excitement of creating like i'm totally in a writing zone right now and and i haven't felt this way about writing in a while so i have to i have to give thanks to the podcast for and all these people that i've been able to talk to for the last year and a half to influence me to get back in that zone and i'm happy that i'm here now you know oh yeah, yeah. you've been you've been beating it out a bunch lately dude. <laughs> <laughs> anthony every time i get into my notes it's like anthony updated the song lyrics and anthony updated i'm just like fuck yeah yeah dude, i've been chipping crazy. away at everything like when when i can sit down and really get some lines out that's fun but like during the day i like to chip and edit and revise and all that stuff and in each time i'm doing that i'm like I feel in my head, at least I'm finding better words and places that, you know, um, it had good words there, but then I find something that works better. And then also synchronicity happens. There's like one word that I was looking for and then I turn on the fucking radio and, and there it is. That's the name of the song that was on the radio at the time. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, that's the fucking word that would work perfect there. And I, I think that like synchronicity is something that, you really need to pay attention to because it's funny even if it isn't the universe speaking to you it's it, you can use it to your advantage you know it can make it like you can actually got, use it as a guide in a in a direction that you didn't realize that you'd be going in and then boom there's something that a little fucking nugget that you you, you didn't think you'd be finding are you editing your lyrics at work I, yeah, anytime that I now just like with with the way that it goes in my head, it's like anytime I'm not reading as I'm talking. So <laughs> if you want me to read that, you need me to you need to say it to me. I'm not I'm not going to be reading a sentence as I'm fucking oh, talking. But um, I don't even know what I was saying now. What was I just saying? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's just like whenever whenever things ideas pop up, I just I have one note that I just throw all my miscellaneous shit in just a line or an idea just goes in there and then I, I take it and put it somewhere if it fits somewhere, but, um, or I'll just, you know, open up the song and pay attention to that one song. But yeah, I'm, I'm having tons of fun with it right now. That's awesome, man. 
Yeah, dude, That's I'm good. thinking. It's funny. I'm thinking in rhyme. I'm thinking in poetry right now. I woke up this morning talking to myself in my head in rhyme. It, it's <laughs> it's a strange thing, like like the way that my, I've like trained my brain. There you go, trained my brain. Trained my mode. brain to think right now is <laughs> is to try and find all these like poetic ways of saying things. You know, That's, nice, yeah. for me, I just get I wake up and I have like fucking. Like Stone Temple Pilots, like world, like some like nineties like fucking jam will just be like in my like. Where the fuck did that come from? Was I that leave like a podcast on or something? But like that? <laughs> <laughs> that is usually a lot of times uh, music does pop up in my head too, and it'll be a song that you didn't even listen to recently. It's just exactly. there. It's random. Yeah. You, the day greets you yeah. with a with a yeah a throwback. <laughs> what kind of yep. tunes? Troy, just make you really want to beat it out on the drums, just like the what kind of <laughs> rock, whatever style, doesn't matter. Like what really just gets your, you know, get get your goose going, you know. What's, what's, uh... Uh, um <laughs> ironically, um, a lot of the stuff that I like to listen to that, you know, fuels me the most is not the stuff I enjoy playing. <laughs> uh, mm. uh, or just that it's weird like um like i mentioned earlier i've been you know warming up with like old anthrax and pantera and stuff like that and and so those are the bands that you know obviously i was already into metal when they came out <laughs> and have been you know loved them ever since um yeah like when vulgar display of power came out you know i was like a super angry 15 year old or something like that and you know you put you put that album on and and I'd, you know try not to break everything in the room while you're moshing with your <laughs> and uh so those those things like listening to it i get super pumped like if i listen to that stuff on the way to you know practice it's probably going to be a good practice ironically i get to practice i'm like i want to play that song and then i put it on i'm like Fuck! This is so slow, so simple. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love this song, but I fucking hate playing it though. That's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, Casey's I, talking about the adrenaline rush and shit. And like, uh, I yeah. there have been so many times where we, you know, because we would like, you know, the, do those, you know, tours where we would get to, you know, get on our phones the next day and see like, you know, twenty clips from different angles and stuff that people would post on YouTube. And we were like, well, Jesus, we're like fucking flying. And I would not even have any clue that we were going faster than usual. I just thought because of the adrenaline, yeah. we just thought we we're like, yeah, we're in the, and I would just notice my arms would be just like cramping on the first song. I'd be like, I guess maybe I didn't stretch properly or <laughs> maybe I didn't eat enough bananas <laughs> um, or something like that the night before. But beer. like, yeah, yeah, I was like, like my fucking middle of my palms would just start like seizing. Oh yeah. And then I was like, Jesus, man, I need to stretch better. And then. We'd Some hear it again and just be like, oh, yeah, right there. Yeah, it would just, and then we'd hear it and we're like, oh, shit, we were 15 <clears throat> beats per minute fast because we like, saw the crowd and we were like, <laughs> oh, don't worry. Like, they're all, you know, we're like maybe having some issues or with time yeah. and we have to get going, like set up and we have to go, 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 go. And we're just like, all right, ready? Are you ready? 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 Okay, go. Just like go right into yeah. it and we're like all hyped yeah. up. And then before you know it, we're flying, you know? So adrenaline and, and going faster and not realizing it, do you think that like that's like adrenaline? slows everything down in perception not <laughs> well yeah, yeah of slows course. your perception yeah. of time yeah i just saw yeah. bananas and started laughing dude. i didn't even read the whole sentence but i think it doesn't doesn't just slow it it like skews it like up back but back and forth 
It's like when we oh, like, yeah. I don't know, like on a stream. It's like the fast and it like catches up. It's like, like you know, well, adrenaline know. you know usually rises yeah. from fight and fight or flight. So I'm like, yeah, in the, in the fight you want to be you keen on everything that's going on if you're going into battle. So like your perception slows everything down to where you can catch all more details in the situation. It's the same yeah. thing with going up on stage. You take that adrenaline with you. It's going to give you those same. But that's. That's the classic rookie mistake, you know. Yeah, it is. It's like dude. it's like you know, it's like a lot of things. It's like if you beat it out too fast, like <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking you're gonna fucking burn yeah. that shit out no. so hard. It's the <laughs> the band the hardest, dude. You know, like the band that like keeps it like in the pocket, like the band that doesn't like go too fast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is that not right? I mean, like the most pro gonna... bands like keep it. Yeah, see. That you, you know, like when we, we would tour with Black Dahlia, or like, you know, I'm sure with Cannibal Corpse, or like, you know, because Troy, you toured with Cannibal, we haven't, but you know, or like, or uh, Suffocation or bands that we've toured with, like, they don't rush the fucking, you know, they right. play, like, they're smart about, like, they like, they think about, like, how they're, they like do the right tempo, they think about it, and it comes off a lot stronger and more buff and like thick because they're not. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know. Often say, last beating too know. fast. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say it. I don't know. Yeah, anymore. like you said, how those bands maintain. Like, I don't know if it's just skill, experience. I don't know. But yeah, I was going to say death metal, playing death metal and death and shows kind of kind of ruined playing a lot of other styles of music for me in a way. Because, you know, like there was a long period of time where I actually stopped practicing and trying to become a better drummer because I was pushing myself so much just to do what we were trying to do in the band. And then um, it was always, always playing outside of my abilities, always playing outside of my comfort level, always playing faster than I should have been to, to play clean. And, and then you go to a show and the adrenaline kicks in and, you know, I get like to the middle of the song and I'm like, Fuck, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look over like, yeah, Mike could look back at me and give me this look. There was a look where it was like, the fuck are you doing? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I, sometimes I just shake my head and be like, I don't know. I don't know. It felt yeah. right a minute ago. Do you think it it's a, right do you think it's a, ago. do you think it's a gradual incline or like there's a one riff that all of a sudden just like kicks the adrenaline up for you to where it just, it, the, the timing is instantaneous or, or is it a gradual thing? I think my big, I don't think, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think that I have a lot of tempo climb in the middle of riffs, but I know that when it comes to changes and rolls, like I'll rush the transition mm -hmm. because I'm nervous about pulling it off or something because I'm already probably playing too fast. And then so I rush the transition, rush the roll, the fill or whatever, and then I'll hit the next you know the next riff the next part you know five bpm faster or something like that mm -hmm. and then like six riffs in you like you said you've jumped 10 15 20 bpm and it's, it's like okay now it's just too fast it doesn't even groove so then it's like mm -hmm. oh, how do i slow down like how do i put the brakes on this train it feels yeah, like i don't want to make it obvious i don't want to yeah yeah everybody yeah. seems to still be with me at this speed so how do i slow down now slow down yeah, without want it to sound intentional or yeah yeah, yeah. so um timing, timing do you ever run into like, with all the shows that you've done and stuff like that because i would run into this a lot where i was so like on autopilot after i don't know maybe a week in a, a tour or something like that that i wasn't even really thinking about what was you know what i was having to do 
but there'd be sometimes I'd be thinking and I'd be like, like just because of that, I could allow myself to like kind of like look around and stuff and kind of look at the crowd and stuff. And before mm. I know it, I'd be like, oh shit, I have no idea what's next. I have no no idea what part's coming next. And then right before it comes, like, oh, just Jesus Christ. Like I literally just the timing was gone. I didn't know how many times we were going to do it. I didn't know which which um, bar we were in out of the, you know, how many, let's say we're doing a riff like four or five times. I didn't know if we were two or three in, you know, I didn't know if we're going to stop yeah. the next one and go to the next one. And just because like, I would just catch myself just completely wandering, just just fucking looking around. I remember there was those couple of venues with screens on us and just like watching, I'd be like, oh shit, we're on like a TV screen back there <laughs> like, <laughs> while, we're, while we're playing. But like, I've, I think I've told that story before, but it's like, I, I was watching a TV screen in Vegas and I was, I was like, oh shit. And they like zoomed in on me and I was like watching. I was like, oh fuck, I got the bar. Like, all the bars had me on it. And I was like, fuck. And I was looking and it was a little delayed. So like, and we had a riff that went, you know, probably, it was probably eight, it was like a slide for eight frets or something like that. And I looked at the, the screen and my hand was like on the 12th fret when I was supposed to be on the third, when I actually was on the third fret and that my brain was like, what fuck the fuck? It's all like completely dissonance in my brain. I was like, shit. I, I looked down I know. Well, that means that. you paid attention to the TV for too long, dude. <laughs> yeah. I was just like zoning out. Like, fuck yeah, it's crazy. It looks sick. That zoom looks sick. <laughs> you can do that I on here too. Just, this, dude. I wonder if they can give me to a watch copy your own of this while you're playing. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. It was, it's just, you know, getting, sometimes when you get kind of like in the tour mode, you kind of get like in robot mode a little bit and you just kind of yeah. wander i mean you guys i mean for you it's probably fucking 10 times harder because for us we're just chilling like strumming a little thing and you guys are going like ah! like the whole time and shit you probably have to be it kind of forces you maybe to pay more attention but sometimes on yeah. strings ironically like, Fuck yeah one of the many you know many uh death metal dadisms from from mike hamilton probably um was relaxing and yeah like basically relax, breathe, take some time to look at the crowd and, and kind of, it's almost like you should be focusing on what you're doing, but you almost have to purposely break focus and like just relax and be in and the taking the energy. And yeah. yeah. Just be present. Right. Yeah. And, um, that definitely helps a lot. Of course that's, you know, like three or four songs in after the cramping is gone and, and you know, the ridiculous BPMs, you but speak uh, of an energy in the room, at live shows it, it, that's a real thing dude oh yeah I, it, and, and i was i was uh reminded of that a cannibal there was there's this energy that happens at these shows that it, it, it's really fucking sick to catch that wavelength dude and um i don't know what it is you know I, I, is it a collective some kind of a collective consciousness thing that's going on where everybody's kind Something. of on the same page at that night at that time that night and it's all confined into that one space and you know we're all there for the same thing and i, I it's fucking it's a weird weird situation and and being a performer in those uh environments and catching that energy too is uh awesome thing dude definitely yeah. don't block off the energy while you're playing let yourself get exposed to the energy in the room because it's going to make her it's going to make you you know adjust if, right. if the energy feels weird you, you adjust to try and you know adjust the energy right there's like yeah like you said the finding that balance of not like feeding into it or or feeding off of it too much to where it like you become a runaway train type of thing. Um, I was just watching the chat a minute ago. They're talking about um, the Las Vegas death fest we played in 2012, the severed. Mm -hmm. And um, 
that was by all accounts the my worst offense at runaway train tempos and it was one of those things like hadn't played a show in five years or something like that and yeah i mean we practiced quite We're a headlining bit. it yeah and like yeah. you said there's just <clears throat> nerves and yeah headlining a fest it's just like something we never did and yeah the the whole setup thing you get up there and i even had like a, a metronome um velcroed to my hi-hat stand so <laughs> <laughs> so you know i could at least try to start the songs at the right tempo um but it was just one of those there was a multiple songs that um yeah you know i'd get a few get halfway into the third of the way into the song and i'd be getting some daggers shot at me from <laughs> yeah so your metronome uh, was was a light flashing right yeah and then i'd look so, down at it and be like oh wow i'm way ahead of this yeah thing. that's what i was gonna ask you so like do, is do you get to a certain point where your attention moves away from the metronome for a certain amount of time and then all of a sudden you you look back at it and you're like oh i'm not even close to that now <laughs> oh yeah well you know part of the problem too is like the the songs the timing or the tempos change they're supposed to change they change a lot throughout the songs you know some are, sometimes it's like three bpm increments but mm -hmm. there's a lot of tempo changes and like i said i would always rush transition fills or whatever and and then take the next riff faster and then so it became a thing where there are certain riffs that just wasn't going to line up to even though i was playing the right speed because that riff was faster or slower than the starting tempo of the song so i had to figure out what what riffs were the t ones that i should be on with the metronome mm -hmm. and then try to like re ground myself to the right timing when i got there but um like i think it was mike was saying in chat the um the vegas show and, oh and then sam mentioned the winter show the winners was another one of those shows where we played vegas and then it was like a i don't know a few weeks or a month or something before we did winters the first show kicking off our tour in 2012 and it was one of those stupid things where like i had worked the day before took way too long to get ready drove stayed up all night long packing drove got in here in the afternoon slept for an hour in the parking lot in the back of mike williams suburban while mm, the show was yeah. going on i was trying to get like an hour of sleep before we right. had to play and literally got up like chugged a monster and set up and played and was just completely out of it and <laughs> well dude uh jeff jeff huel he's got some footage of that show and i i i remember my my memories of that show even though it was maybe faster i i think that winters was a killer set and a killer gig we packed that place out i think that you know they got like 120 max they've got like 160 people in there oh yeah just everybody was sardined yeah. in there but I, I there's actually if we could find it that tonight that'd be cool to find uh that footage that jeff that has up. It's oh, on so YouTube. Yeah, oh, yeah, does. I'll pull it up. Yeah, yeah, and uh, um, I don't think it's that fast, and I think it was tight as hell, dude. They got uh, <laughs> yeah. From what I've seen, it looked great. Like I mean, because I missed that show, so that's how I'd, yeah. I'd uh, live through it was uh, watching that footage. Yeah, well, dude, that, that was, was a great one. You know, pretty pretty lucky on the part of yeah, it was a pretty small place and a tiny stage, right? But it was small capacity, but very packed. So you you know lots of humans always absorb a lot of the harshness of the sound mix sounds better yeah and you yeah. got all that energy and it was like you know it's pacifica hometown yeah. long time core fans friends family and uh just the you know super super good vibe and um 
back you know, to you the energy the energy of that room was great yeah, you start adding all those things up and and um that's what you know kept it from being potentially not great to being a good show is like some pound the, regulars i remember them yeah showing up and yeah, not yeah. seeing them for a while so that was cool people coming from you know sack maybe even fresno i don't know there were some people that came from pretty far away so that's one thing about severed savior that i noticed very early way before i was in the band was that you guys really had like a cult bay area following california was really good to severed but bay area was like you guys were like the um underground hitters in the bay area that every there were certain people that you would see at severed shows that you wouldn't see at any other show at the pound they would they would come to see severed savior and then just disappear until severed savior came back and it was this thing that was like oh there's this hype with this band that's kind of like what got me into severed in the first place was that seeing that there's these group there's this close-knit group of people that that kind of like you're a grateful dead situation like if they all if we all could we would have followed severed savior you know <laughs> yeah totally you, back back to that actually one thing you, you did make a, a point about playing the uh the las vegas um fest and stuff and hadn't, you haven't played in so long that's i noticed a lot of these festivals like you talk about maryland death fest a lot of these festivals They'll put a band up there that hasn't played for twenty fucking years, and they'll be like, "Hey, headline it, motherfuckers!" And like, yeah. they're just like, they're like, Ugh. "All right, let's fucking," just, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know what to expect when I see some of those names. I'm like, "Pungent Stench is playing," like they're fucking headlining. A fucking, I'm like, "Are they? Was, is that even a band?" I didn't have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen the cover <laughs> of their album? I think it's been caught buttering. I just remember the ones with the two decapitated. Yeah, that's dude. what it is. It's, My brother so used that, to have when I was a kid, and I was that's like, an actual, "That's an actual art piece, dude, and it is a real uh, body. It's a guy <laughs> literally sliced a dude's head down oh, the middle shit. and then turned those sides on each other to make him kiss. <laughs> it is a wild, wild yeah. cover, dude. Wow. It's, one of, the, the it's one of the way more disturbing cover way more disturbing than any cannibal corpse cover i've ever seen well it's like that brujeria one where they had the decapitated dude like his head being like held up like the cartel guy or something yeah, like it's just a straight up decapitation like on the front it's just all hey motherfucker this is our fucking <laughs> this is our album listen to it and like face. jesus yeah. i wonder what this and, is going to sound like hmm. yeah. yeah 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 i know it's probably going to be a little watch it's a smooth jazz that'd be a move <laughs> Troy uh, we're, I'm just talking about shows now I'm um, thinking about shows you want to go to Suffo Atheist that's the thing coming up soon right and I think it's June I've, at uh so sick I'm so Re down. Regency is it I probably think, or DNA. I've been DNA. like <laughs> when I see something I'm just like oh, I'll put it in my phone because I will not remember what date this is and then yeah. set a reminder to go off like two weeks before or a week before or something so then I'm like oh shit I gotta yeah well nowadays you gotta be careful because uh just because of the pandemic being over like sh all the shows are fucking sold out like everything's sold yeah. out like it's uh like uh the fucking Entheos show I didn't even yeah I saw Entheos and uh Archspire this weekend in Santa Cruz is yeah. probably the biggest death metal show in Santa Cruz's history for sure. It was like they went from oh, the so side sick. room. Yeah. yeah, they went to the side room. They sold it out immediately. And then um, Joel Haston, which we've had on the podcast, was like, hey, let's move it to the main room. So they moved it to the main catalyst room, which is a thousand capacity, I think. Um, oh, he booked and it sold, nice. supposedly, I mean, Cheney said it sold out and so did uh, Archspire. Um, I heard some other people said they didn't, it, it 
didn't sell out, but to their standards after the pandemic, it did. It was like six or seven hundred people, but it was still like during fucking yeah, yeah, six or seven dude. for like Art Spire and like show. Entheos and in Santa Cruz. Yeah, it's not like Cannibal Corpse big, and dude. stuff. Yeah, yeah, right. it's like it's like a cannibal sized crowd in a fuck for like a a technical trippy death metal package. You know, it was like I was sitting there just going like, holy fuck, and everyone came out and it was fucking, it was something to behold in Santa Cruz and actually really, um, I was stoked. I was like. Because in my head, when I see shows like that and around here, I'm just like, fuck yeah. That means Joel's going to bring more shit here like that, and I don't have to fucking go to Berkeley or I don't have to go to like... <laughs> shout Francisco, shout or, out Pin Up Productions, Joel yeah. Cupcake. He was a, also a previous guest of ours, super sick dude, and he, yeah. and he knows what's up. Yeah, he's uh, he's doing it big, especially because now shows are doing really well, so he can just bring whatever he wants, and he's way into a lot of the death metal stuff as well, and now he gets to bring that shit out, so it's fucking awesome. Nice. Stoked. Yeah, yeah, dude, I, I, think, I really think it is like the pandemic and, and how, you know, live music has been gone for so long. Everybody, everybody and more are coming out because it is available again, you know? Yep, definitely. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> yeah, you got to yeah, bring was, it out. I was <laughs> going to make the drive to <laughs> yeah, Santa Cruz, but then I had heard it was sold out and for the Entheos yeah. Expire, and I was like, <clears throat> it was one of those things I was like, well... You know, there's a chance, like, if I hit some people up, maybe somebody's got an extra ticket or somebody, I was like, I was going to hit up Joel. I was like, oh, we could have got you in easy. Like, probably, you know, could have found a way in, but then I was like, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> like, try to get out of work, drive all the way to Santa Cruz and then yeah, you know, hanging out outside. Now you know how we feel when we have, everything goes to fucking San Francisco all the time. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. San Francisco on a Thursday or on a Wednesday. And I'm like, fuck, that means I either have to get a Thursday off, you know, you know, or just make it happen somehow. Or, just have this fucking next day at work that's like this brutal just, day yeah of, just yeah. feels like shit you know so yeah it's brutal yeah <laughs> it was um ironic i thought about it later i was like oh man that was so dumb i should have just went because i'm sure like i said yeah if i hit you up or hit some you know um sure could found somebody that extra ticket or could have got me in or something and i it's like that's like the fourth time that i have miss um i say arch spire arch spire to me it's arch i don't know why you would say arch, i mean but... yeah i mean it's spelled, yeah. <laughs> arch it's arch spire arch, arch, arches arch, and arch. spires or no it is arch know. spire isn't it it's they're not it's not arch spire i don't know how a lot of people say arch spire for some reason i, know, I think I it's know. arch i think it's arch it I was would, arch spire I would think, funny. you know arches <laughs> and spires are all part of uh the same what do you think what do you think anthony what do you think yeah. it is? <laughs> I, I don't even know. I'm. I think it's Ark. <laughs> uh, Anthony's 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 pretty uh, legendary at um, at mispronouncing. Um, let's mm. let him come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's pretty legendary at mispronouncing names. But uh, uh, Joel. <laughs> Joel. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean just like band names and shit. You, you're pretty good with human names. <laughs> Kafarnum, but, uh, dude. Kafarnum, yeah, Kafarnum, Kafarnum could be right. I don't even know. I think it's Kafarnum, but. I don't even know. I mean, <laughs> you were so hardcore, like, no, dude, this is how you say it, and I'm like, oh, okay, man. I guess that's the way I got to say it now. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like, well, it's like you because you said the, you know, the Geiger stuff. We're like, dude, it's Geiger, and you're like, dude, it's Giger. It's, it is uh, Giger. I know, I know. See, there you oh. go. So you're doing it too. <laughs> <laughs> I listened yeah. to the man say it himself. It's Giger. I know, I know. I just that's the key, right? You always got to have find a way to get those people to. Pronounce and it's their all own over my arm, and then, dude. Yeah. And it's all over my arm. Yeah, and it's also necro. It's necrophagist. 
It's not necrophages. I know. I know. That's another one that yeah. I was like, whoa. I mean, but also, too, that could be the the German accent coming out. It still could be necrophages yeah. to us. You know what I mean? That's so, always anyways. the thing. Like, people pronounce things, but then you're like, well, I don't know. I I, I passed English, and that's only a single consonant. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're all, this is a, uh, uh, a, a Greek-derived uh, prefix. Okay. So yeah. I'm just kidding. It's a translation, lost in translation, or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, Greek oh, derived uh, prefix. <laughs> I was looking at the chat. Caught the Archspire show in Seattle. Yeah, I've, I've missed Archspire like three. I want to say four times, and it's, it's ironic that every time they come by, I come you know to the U.S. where a show near where I am, like I've either uh, it was sold out or I thought it was sold out. I didn't go. I couldn't get off work. I went to the show and their van broke down and they didn't make it. <laughs> um, and then this one again, where I, th- I heard it was sold out, so I didn't go. Yeah, I heard, like, that's Slayer tight. for me, dude. Slayer is a band that I have never seen, and every time I had an or that they'd be coming through the bay, I'd be out of town that weekend, and it was like something that I had already booked, couldn't cancel, right. so I, I had to miss Slayer every time that I went on yeah. vacation, dude. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm literally in another state. Fuck. Then they were here two days ago, but I just got here today. And now ranch water, dude. It tastes just like Hidden Valley. Yeah, it's gross. Uh, ranch water. <laughs> ranch water. I don't know. It's, I, like I, I, it's all about blue trees water. It's agave and lime, motherfuckers. Come I was going to say, I yeah, yeah. grew up kind of in the country. <laughs> And to me, ranch water sounds like a dirty stream that a cow just pissed in. But you know, <laughs> hopefully it's it like, tastes oh, better got, than that. He, he got the he got the mumps from ranch water. Uh, <laughs> either, either that, or there's dairy in it, and it sucks either way. <laughs> oh, right, right. Isn't it's there beers that do have lactose and shit in them? I think Carrie brought a, a beer on here one time that had. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah. We they're like these, called like, milkshakes or something like that, and it's I don't know actually it, lactose. I don't know if it actually had lactose, but it, it tasted creamy. You know, well, well the real milkshakes actually have the lactose in there, and, and I'm like, why add that to a beer? You lactose know? sugar. That's what he's saying. Oh, okay. Either way, so dude. I don't, I don't know what that means. I, <laughs> it's the sugar taken out of milk, maybe. It's the complex sugar, sugar molecule. Yeah, lactose yeah. sugar is popular in beer. Okay. That's crazy. I can't believe you haven't seen Slayer, by the way. You just said that a little nonchalantly. I haven't seen Iron Maiden or Deicide. So it's hurt my feelings things. every time. That's why I said it that way, dude, because I've just <laughs> got to be over it. I just got to yeah, be about, like. Like, Troy, what about you? Have you? Is there like a huge band that you've never seen? Because it seems like there's always one for someone that like a huge band that everyone's seen and you just don't want to tell anyone. <laughs> you know like uh like death metal or yeah just metal, like or metal? anything just it could be you know, like for me it's iron maiden and uh deicide so i mean whatever works i i had a conversation with somebody recently and they brought up rush and i couldn't remember a time that i'd seen them okay and i yeah, yeah. like in my mind i feel like i probably did because back in you know like the early 90s right after i moved to the bay area um i went to a lot of concerts for a lot of bands i wasn't necessarily into just because that's what my dad and his friends okay. were into and they're like you know you know i was into music so like come on you got to check these guys out so i was, saw a lot of you know <clears throat> the acdc and van halen and leonard skinner and all kinds of shows i would have never gone to on my own but um but yeah i don't think i've ever seen rush okay yeah Great show. That, yeah i've seen them three times but that was 
I mean, if you were brought as a kid, I was like, how did you, how did you, how could you forget seeing Rush? But then if your dad's dragging you to stuff and you're just like, what is this? That's another, he doesn't want to pay for a babysitter. So here I am. Right. But, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, totally. That's uh, well, ACDC had never seen. Joel, never real quick, uh, on your Rush shows, do, what did they have going on on stage behind them? Because they usually do like laundry yeah. or uh, rotisserie chickens. But that's both what I actually know. So I saw a lot. I don't know if it was laundry, but I know it was rotisserie chickens, and it was like a. I think the rotisserie chicken one was like a like the time machine tour. So it was like there was like time machines kind of mixed in, and then the guy would come and baste. Yeah, the, the guy chicken, would come, like, they the literally middle. come out and baste the chicken <laughs> mid set, just like That's right the in the coolest thing I think I've ever well, heard. Dude. Yeah. I think I, if I'm not mistaken, that gets all served to the crew after the show. Like oh, every, okay. Yeah. That's smart. I think that that goes to everybody who was involved with making that show happen. Imagine being a stagehand for your fucking guitar player's got a rotisserie turkey or chicken fucking like he's got he's all dude. I got the fucking R forty five fucking rotisserie turker, no. turker, turkey <laughs> fucking turker. turker. Imagine you're on the you're on the tour and you're working backstage and they're like, yeah, we're not doing the chickens anymore, but we'll do your laundry. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to think about Imagine it. Doing like the band's the... laundry on stage. <laughs> tour production standpoint, right? You're like, we need something interesting to have on the tour that doesn't cost a lot of money. What can yeah, we do? Yeah. And they're like, well, we got to feed the crew and we got to do laundry. Yeah. Like, what if we just, you know what I mean? Like, we'll just cook on stage. It's like, can we run gas and then the water to the stage? <laughs> well, we already yeah. got, yeah. Oh, my God. So, Troy, oh, that's cool. Personal yeah. question Uh-oh. What came first, the chicken or the drumstick? I, I, <laughs> that's too personal, I dude. I feeling. wouldn't go there. I had a feeling. I don't, I don't even know. The chicken had to come well, to give hey, the drumstick. Hey. <clears throat> or like, hey, the I want to, I want to see your face when you ask that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, like, did they use drumsticks like in drums before they used them in chickens, or did the name drumstick come oh. from chickens for the drumstick, or did like the drumstick for the drummer? Chickens were definitely around before. Uh, What's the drums? reference of drumstick? Right. Was it did they use chicken bones to hit the drums and that's where they yeah. got the name? Mm, or was mm, it probably mm. a different animal that was larger and then larger they hit the drums animal. with yeah. those bones? And then that became called a drumstick. And then because it was that part of the animal's leg, yeah. and that is the same part of the chicken's leg, it just got it's, adapted and that's where it stuck. It's a pretty delicious question. I don't know. I yeah. think you're making me hungry. I no. Chickens are older than drums, so they eventually looked at it and and said, this kind of looks like the things that people beat the drums with. Let's just call it a drumstick. I mean, drumstick ice cream, too. It looks... He yeah. says uh, the word it drumstick. like a drumstick. Oh, so according, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, it was first used <laughs> in the mid-18th century to mean the lower joint of a leg of a just dressed fowl. Yeah. So the bird did come before the drumstick of the... Yeah, the, the, it says the um, Oxford's earliest citation is from Samuel Foote's play, The Mayor of Garrett in 1764. She always helped me her, she always helped me herself to tough drumstick turkeys. <laughs> do, do, all those, do, you, do all those do all those I've turkeys running through the weeds or what? Lee, what do you think? What do you think though, about man. it? Lee's a drummer. You're, you're a historian, Lee. What do you think? <laughs> those, those weeds. That's all we got is weeds. This is the second episode with Troy. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. 
No, you know, I, I really like I really like how Joel is channeling the professor and the distinction between <laughs> F O W L as opposed to F O U L and foul. He's like, uh like actually that. it says uh <laughs> No, I'm just saying. Like, you know, like the, I'm just uh, saying that was my Casey impression. I'm just saying. <laughs> the best well, part was it's, last. It's the brain brainiac. Come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all. Come on. Yes, that's why he's the professor, dude. Yeah, <laughs> we miss him, dude. All of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Go. Oh, all right, so um. <clears throat> What, where do we go from? I mean, we can go with so many different places from here. Troy, what is, what is the most non metal uh drummer that you that influences you or you know throughout your career? Non metal drummer, who's the guy that that maybe was there before metal or even after metal? You came across me as non metal, just either way. What, what kind of non metal musicians? Mm do you respect so, just as highly when non-metal i really um oh you said non-metal <laughs> well yeah i mean uh, it, could, it could be a rock drummer still too <clears throat> but i'm just saying like the extreme stuff that we listen to outside yeah. of the realm that we the pond that we dip our toes in get right. out of that one you know I, I, like hate to admit i suppose that um for a long time i was you know kind of one dimensional that i was so such an angry youth and got so into uh metal thrash death metal and and i was just looking for release the fastest heaviest blast beats and double bass and i was aspiring to to do that um so it was like the other stuff kind of came later obviously i discovering um cynic early on in you know 93 at the cannibal show at berkeley square or whatever was um eye-opening uh, mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. uh mike showed me a lot of stuff from um, like early 70s yes and um especially like the uh chick korea and other stuff but i kind of wasn't at a level to really understand a lot of that stuff to you know appreciate it until until later on I got a Caliuda. I got a Caliuda download on the last episode, and it blew my mind, dude. I'll, I'll never not say servile for this question. Um, <laughs> well, ironically, after after Brutality's Law, and um, we started working on Servile, which was kind of going, you know, in the beginning of the band, it was Puddle of Gore, Fecophiliac, and stuff, and then it, the direction started to go, um, where it's you know, fuck the humans and dead speak and forced to bleed, and then. Um, while Jared was in the band, we kind of went back to fast and brutal for brutality. After that, you know, looking for more to add more dimension or whatever, mm -hmm. I I don't know how conscious of a decision it was or, you know, conversations, me and, and Mike or, or what, but it became apparent that I needed to stop listening to death metal for inspiration. Otherwise I was just going to continue to do stuff that sounded like other bands. Like yep. at the time, all I wanted to do was do gravity blasts like origin and, you know, super fast double, double kick and, and uh, just write, you know, songs that I already couldn't breathe to when I was playing with the right speed. Mm -hmm. And it took like kind of stopping to listen to death metal for a while and looking at other, other genres to get 
inspired him. Probably one of the biggest ones, even though it might not be apparent at all. And I can't play any of his stuff, but Carter Buford from Dave Matthews Band. Mm, okay. I think is just fucking amazing. Like if you yeah. listen to, especially the earlier Dave Matthews stuff, you listen to his playing, his phrasing, his ambidexterity and, and, um, yeah, I, I was that that dude was a huge influence on trying to create more groove in 250 BPM death metal. Yeah, <laughs> just, Dave like, Matthews is one of those. For groove, but, he's one of those guys that I've always kind of like never wanted to give a chance to because just because of like through growing up and watching MTV and seeing the songs, I was like, yeah, it's like it's good, but it's like wasn't something that I wanted to dive into at all. You know, I was like into my we're talking about all the sickest music, dude. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, uh, Trevor's really into it, and like we no, listened no, to some insane. of it. On, no, we listened to it on the summer, uh, on the way home from Sacramento two weeks ago, and um, he just it just came on his mix, and we just I didn't I didn't request to change it, and we just yeah we just jammed it, and I was like, damn, this fucking shit's actually kind of fucking gnarly, dude. Like, yeah, dude. It's a I and was what's cool is, blown away by it. is watching some of. I mean, I'm not the biggest Dave Matthews band fan at all. I don't even. I maybe have one album. And it's the album I bought because of this song, but there was a live version of the song Satellite that that <laughs> I really, really enjoyed. And mm -hmm. there was a lot going on. It was a pretty complex version of the song. And then I bought the actual album that it was on, and it wasn't nearly as gnarly as they were doing it live. Yep. So I was kind of like, oh, well, it's the live version that I like yeah, much yeah. better, you know? That's oh, the one dude, thing about but that, that should like guys artists that can that can reimagine their songs live you know in a new way i, I think that's really cool too you know i mean we're death metal oh, yeah. we kind of play it by the books we play it pretty much the same way i mean the there's some flares and stuff in fecal filiac that were there before we re-record you re-recorded it. we've talked about it before all right, the stuff right. that was there and um but really like death metal is kind of just by the books when they when it's live you know and 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 seeing guys reimagine their songs and and like cynic too cynic was a great great example of reimagining their own songs when they did that traced uh i still got dave matthews shit to say that i was waiting to say sorry so that's cool i mean i love cynic i mean they're insane and i love yeah. dave matthews. I, I wanted to just say real fast so my friend shout out to jesse charno a sick-ass drummer from the area down here and he's like my elder like of a few years like you know he's like high school years three or four years older than me something like that but he was like a badass drummer when i was growing up first giant drum kit i ever saw was his drum kit at his house, you know, like fucking whatever giant, you know, I don't know how many piece, 10 piece kit. Um, but his like, he, he was super like, you know, influenced by Carter Bruford and stuff. And so like, I remember watching those videos way back, like in like the late nineties, like all that Dave Matthews stuff. And <clears throat> I've always loved Carter Bruford. Like he's one of my, you know, I mean, he's on my all top. All the drum magazines, drummer. right? All oh, the drum magazines. I see him in like yeah. every drum magazine. And that snare head, that like you know evans hd dry that one with the, like the dots through it and stuff is the head that like i remember back in the day that was like the one that he used and stuff and so we all used that snare head because of him you know mm. and i've used that snare head <clears throat> on a lot of i don't use it anymore in different sounds and stuff but yeah like on all the all the albums i've ever recorded i've always used that head no so, shit. So i just yeah. want to say like like i was just kidding like they're sick but i mean it's not like my style of music but dude <laughs> talking like the most insane musicians though like obviously yeah, right. I, I know these guys are 
really and all the you know the fit the, the violin players and all the fit, dude that shit's insane like they're dude they're fucking badass I, I, i'm oh, just yeah. saying not no i know I, 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 I was just kidding but like because dude that that's the joke that they get but the thing is they're like the sick they're like rush in the sense you know people tease rush but they're like the sickest musicians or whatever like oh yeah like, so, anyways, shout. Yeah, I, mean, I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, Harder for respect is fuck, dude. That guy is insane. Like, oh, I know yeah. all oh, about yeah. that, dude. He's a fucking killer. So, it's just, out there. yeah, okay. super good. Ironically, I've got that head on my snare drum right now. It's not one that I actually like the live sound of much, but it just seems to work yeah. really well for recording. And I Ooh. haven't changed my head since the last time I recorded. I, so, I'm just yeah. using the Power Center reverse dot now, like the Danny Carey or whatever that one is. Like the one, it's the same. It's all Evans heads. It's just yeah i don't know i like I, I feel like you get a different sound like drier snares have a cool sound but also mm -hmm. like snares that aren't as dry you get more of like a milky like yeah like like, like a like a soupier like more um uh you know like buzz kind of rolls and right. stuff and like they get more of that in there but Less like controlled more chaos more body more yeah yeah but like was but like evans like the uh main deal when it comes to snare heads Oh no no like, it's like Evans and Remo. I mean, just like in Aquarian oh, okay. and, and like Attack. Okay, yeah. and there's so many different companies. They're all really great. They're all great, really. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, Evans are just like a company. So it's like you know, it's like saying Pearl Drums or Tama Drums or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're all great companies. So, yeah. You know what's yeah. funny is they had a uh, they had a just a kind of a segue off a different instrument, but guitar. There's a guitar guy that's like an engineer, and he made a video. It was really cool because he was going off of people saying, well, this wood of guitar has this tonal property and this wood will do this thing. And I apologize if I've said this story before because I've recently told it. I don't know if it was here or to a friend. <laughs> but, um, and he, he made this really cool video where he basically was saying, no, it's the electronics, dude. Like, it's the electronics. It's not the wood <laughs> at all. I mean, resonance will help with, there'll be resonance that are different. Like, you'll notice some differences in, in sustain and stuff like that. But he literally got, he measured everything out to the point where he got every single kind of style of wood and put the same electronics in and he just fucking he doesn't tell you he's all this is a this is b what's different like what's different like mm -hmm. and then he'd show you what they were and then he at the very end like the last the finale of his video was he just got two work tables that were just with no wood and just strings bolted to one side and the other side the exact i mean with the bridge and stuff and the net and the and the uh, nut on the other side so it's exactly the same length of his guitar um tune it the same with just the electronics perfectly in the same position that they were on all the other guitars, you know, just to make it all equal so you can hear, you know, if heights, the magnet to string is the same and everything's the same. And he was just playing it with no wood, just air. It was just so, uh, like being suspended, these pickups being suspended from the ground. And it was like, you could barely tell difference. So from... it sounds like the electronics and the technology in, in guitar making has gotten to a point where something that was important before isn't important now because that is something yeah. that was important back in the day because maybe the technology, the like electronics of the situation didn't get to the point where it doesn't matter where it's sitting. It could well, be there sitting. Is, there is that and then there's like, I mean, sure, like Mike's list, if Mike's still here, he'd probably chime in, but... If there is that, and there's also probably the wood, like the neck, you know, like how you play on the neck could like if it's a different kind of a more gloss neck with like a like a low kind of like action, then it'd be twangy, kind of like a, a, a Telecaster or a more of a Strat or something like that. Um, there is like, and obviously, he his point was just the electronics for an electric guitar are making like eighty nine to ninety five percent of the tone. It's not like like everyone's like I need. I was just wondering. Like you said, 
this reason that came up was because you said like these different heads and these different companies and stuff. Like, is it a huge difference between like an Aquarian head to a Tama head? Or is it just like something that maybe feels better when you're hitting it? Or is it like, what, like, is it more of a, I don't know, just wanting to know. Sound, I think that like, all feel. factors, because we're also comparing electronic technology to like. And percussion is probably a lot different too. Percussion so, is not electronic. How yeah. about uh, Troy? Yeah. <laughs> all right, Troy, you go. <laughs> what do you think about drum heads, Troy? That's how we wrote, that's okay. how we do the podcast. Now we just tell people when to talk. Now I got, we just right. zoom in. Go, you speak, speak, monkey, speak. Um, I, was, I was reading the chat for a second. Are we still talking about guitar? The different woods or electronics? I was the drum heads. comments about. So back to the drum heads. We're back to drum heads. Well, What's like how similar in that story I said, like if it's is it like is it that big of a difference from like. Let's say your, um, you know, you said the guy from Dave Matthews Band or the new mm. or whatever other um, drumhead you like, like going from Aquarian to Tom or to I fucking forget all the brands. Um, is it a huge difference between drumhead to drumhead? Just like personally, I think um, I think there's like way there's way too many variables. There's the type of wood. There's the the number of plies. There's the dimensions of the tom, whether it's shallow or deep and, or the snare. There's all those things. And then you add the fucking heads on top of it. Is it a single ply? Is it a double ply? Does it have the, you know, built in sound dampening? Does it have the holes like the, the one um, Casey mentioned that I have on my snare drum? I, you know, I would equate it to like <clears throat> not as severe, maybe as changing pickups in your guitar or changing, you know, preamps or effects modules, but definitely like going from, old strings to new strings or from one brand to another, a different gauge of strings. Um, yeah. Single ply head versus a, a, a dual ply head. There's definitely going to be different amounts of um, attack and, and uh, words that just evaporated on my brain. Um, <laughs> sustain, <laughs> you know, and shit like that warmth. So yeah, like you want to get that super like metal drum sound Um which a lot, you know, some of the best like metal, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like, I don't know, drums on death human or something, you know, a lot of times those are like birch shells and then they use a double ply head and it's tuned pretty low. So it's pretty loose. So you get a lot of like stick slap sound and there's not a lot of tone. There's not a lot of sustain. Plus the way that they mix it, you can't really tell which drum that they're hitting. <laughs> They just all sound fat and sick. It's all general, you know. general Tom, general Tom, general yeah. Tom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you see other guys like playing other kits where like, you know, they're all ping pongy and they sound like a beach ball bouncing off the wall, you know, like, and lots of sustain, but very little punch. And yeah, a lot of that is just the head and then how they're tuning it, how tight, how, how loose. And so for me, I, it's, it sucks. There's like so much variation. I'm always a struggle of trying to find like I'm trying to get a birch drum sound out of a maple kit and but I love maple because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's warmer and it's got more residents, but but I want it to sound like the death album, but it's just never going to because it's different uh, wood. Uh, yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. It always it's seems a, like like people like buying gear and shit like that. So it's a never ending struggle. It's a rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I want to buy this, it's gonna solve all my problems. This is 
this is the thing that I'm going to get that's finally going to do it. And then you're like, yeah, yeah. And then the first time you're like, yeah, it's sick, dude. And then like after two weeks, you're like, uh, I kind of want it different though. I don't want it to be like, you know, like, <laughs> it's yeah. just like, it's like, it's like the same thing that's as the vortex you guys fall into. Well, dude. It's the yeah. same. It's the, the best description of it is like, if you, let's say you eat a meal and you're like, this meal is fucking bomb, dude. I want to eat this every fucking day. Yeah. And then, like, you eat it, like, for the 14th day. You're like, this meal fucking needs work. I need to change up this meal. <laughs> you know, I want to try I, a sandwich. I don't dude. like the creaminess of the sauce, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, th I think your ears kind of work the same way as your brain. I mean, your tongue sometimes. Just like, all right, you get used to it. You're like, all right, fuck, what's next? What can be different? What can be changed? That's, could, that's yeah. human nature, though, dude. Like, it, uh, nature wants to get to a plateau, and we're constantly yeah. like... Nah, dude, we got to keep pushing up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Keep pushing, push up keep because it out. Yeah. And, and we right, get bored. Different, and... Yeah, different type of wood dictates how hard, how much you beat it out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> how, you blast be, how you blast beat it out, excuse me. How you me. blast beat it out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bomb blast beat it out. <laughs> oh, man. So, so Troy, um, one the question I did have um, is you mentioned it a little bit in the last podcast, but um, when I was putting the title on this new video the other band that i listed on here uh the genocide architect uh -huh. what's what's going on with that is that the thing that you're doing still or is that something that you kind of um we're working on and aren't working on anymore i'm uh it's funny i'm, I'm stoked to talk about that but yet it's something i i hasn't come up a lot i have just realized today i'm like i still haven't played any of those songs on the stream um that so I had moved to Vegas, was there for quite a while, and they're a band from Vegas. And they were kind of inactive for a couple of years. And I met the guys at one of the Las Vegas Death Fests and, you know, started hanging out and stuff. And then it just kind of happened. I was getting interested in, in doing something, and they were kind of getting interested in playing again. And so we came together, and um, they had, a, you know, pretty decent versions of... of um, all the songs and had already recorded them a couple demos and um so i didn't contribute a, a you know a lot to it as far as the shaping of the songs but it was kind of a you know it's more of an older old school death metal kind of approach and it's just fun and there's groove and um so anyway it's a lot of fun we recorded uh what, five songs i want to say in 2017 mixed mastered and then played a couple shows we even had some cds physical cds made but then we kind of like got stalled and then 2018 my you know i've got turned upside down when i took a work opportunity to bring me uh back to the bay area where i was commuting and going back and forth for a while and it kind of yeah it kind of fell off um but we were just recently talking again about you know can we make the long distance thing work and um Everybody, you know, is in such different places now after the pandemic and everything. Getting everybody together in one room is difficult, and can we make it work long distance? And but we have been, you know, working a little behind the scenes, and finally got uh, the EP up on all, you know, Spotify and all the streaming sites, which is cool. And um, I'd like to do something with it. There's fun stuff to play, and you know, now that shows are back on and. But it's one of those things. It's like <laughs> when objects in motion tend to want to stay in motion and objects that aren't 
you know, you got to get them rolling again. And that's sometimes that's harder than it sounds. <laughs> so we'll see, see what the future holds, but it'd be cool to, um, to do more with those guys, play with, you know, a bunch of super cool dudes and uh pretty chill, relaxed riding environment. You know, it's not super technical. It's not super fast. There's not, um, we're not trying to prove anything and, you know, do anything but just write fun music that you enjoy playing or that you enjoy mm -hmm. listening to and and so yeah it's not the fastest coolest most technical stuff in the world but i enjoy well, it it's I, fun i'll take well, let's take the coolest we're out of there you could just say fastest and technical it may be it may be the coolest oh well that's right that's uh, depending on your opinion i guess that's your uh, <laughs> yeah. up to your up to the individual um subject subjective the subjective part right? yeah exactly there's definitely people who think that it's the coolest. There's got to be a few out there, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a few. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> know <laughs> it's like when we talk in death metal terms, I'm like, there's, you know, there's there's like a handful of people that would call Odious Morm their favorite band. There's just a, I don't know how many are out there in the world, but Those it's poor souls. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Why? But there's dude? some. Yeah, there's some. And uh, well, they need to listen to more bands because, yeah, uh, we're not the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hey, I, we need to like yeah. make more music, you know. I don't know, I, I just don't accept that. Nah, just thank you, though, but no, no, no way. It's got to be like, I, I feel like Severed, I feel like once you make like three albums, I guess we did too, but whatever. But Severed's better, I don't know. I just feel like Severed, like, I don't know, I feel like with you guys, like, I. I I think it's really cool, Troy, how you've like been in this legacy of the band for so long, you know, and it's like, it's sick, like how much material that band has made, you know, over the time, like, and you guys were like, oh, geez, like back, like, you know, it's like, we were like, we were just like little kids, dude. And it's like Severed was like, so sick. Like, I don't know, like I said before, but I don't know. Forcibly <laughs> was 99, right? Yeah, it's crazy. You guys were like, uh, uh, no. I'm like you successfully made me feel really fucking old. Thank was you. it? No, no, uh, was it 99? No, maybe no, I'm tripping. No, no. Uh, Fortunately, it came out in November of 2001. Yeah. Okay. Still insane, okay. But 99 I mean, was when I graduated high school that year. You know. <laughs> yeah. Ni yeah. 99. Mike joined in late in late 98. I joined mm -hmm, in 99. Mm -hmm. Dusty, and then we did the demo in early 2000. Um, and then we did the additional songs for Force to Bleed. And I was a junior in high school when Force Bleed came out in July or August of 01. Got on my radar right after it dropped because I remember going, my first show was going to the pound and it was Deeds or Deeds D aside. There's me mispronouncing a fucking band <laughs> name. Uh, D aside <laughs> and Morbid Angel, they did a two night residency at the pound, dude. And and each opening band each night was different yeah dude marijuana is great uh each actually M. Gilbert, his eyes his openers. eyes aren't that you know he's not there yet hey yeah I, give okay. another hour <laughs> when you can't tell if they're open or not that's there we when, go he's getting there yeah i watched this i know well, yeah, so that <laughs> was i don't even know where i was going with that now but dsi <laughs> that was good shit yeah I, I, oh it was coming across yeah coming across severed that's what it was right 
the I, no, how you no, discovered? that was before that. <laughs> that De- Deicide and Morbid Angel was before that because I was only sixteen when I went to that show, I and saying, I didn't I thought... meet Dusty until later. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought it was meeting Dusty at some other show or something. Yeah, it was at or the pound. Had had seen people wearing severed shirts or something, and then no, it was Dusty. It was in the parking lot with me and Dan and George. It was George and oh, Dusty. George. George and Dusty, they showed up together early. Dan and Anthony show up early. We're the two, only two cars in the parking lot. And we're we're like uh, tailgating, basically, before the show. Pre-showing it out of the back of the 69 Camaro. I think we had like some beers and and they had vodka and orange juice. And we're like, let's be (laughs) bros right now before (laughs) the show. You know, (laughs) these libations. Yeah, it was the the Camaro with the Slayer sticker on the back window. Yep. Cherry red. red Camaro, dude. Yep. He still got that car. I yeah, he loved it all. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect him to get rid of it with how much he loved that sure, car. It's worth like twenty times now what it was then, and it was a good car. Yeah, he's kept it cherry too, because I mean oh, 67. I'm sorry, Jedi. <laughs> yeah. And and he would take that shit to shows and he would be yeah, he would be the dude in the parking lot that had the sickest car. You'd hear him the coming red. down the street. Yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah. dude. George, shout out George Vlahakos. Vlahakos? He works. He's, he's, yeah, that's his last name, Vlahakos. He, uh, he's a Greek dude. Okay. Um, he's a Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if a gift would work on here, but it works. <laughs> That's so sick, dude. Gifts work. Uh, that was interesting. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, it's because of my eyes, isn't it? <laughs> if you're interested, just watch the video version uh, on YouTube. <laughs> the only oh, yeah, place yeah. will exist. If you're yeah. listening on audio, you will not get that section of the disappears podcast. On, <laughs> it just disappears I mean, on Twitch. It's gone. There may or may not have been times during different episodes where people could hear Anthony's eyes. <laughs> Synesthesia, dude. Being close. <laughs> they hear it's like... Yeah, they hear him peel them back open when I have to talk. It's just right. like, <laughs> yeah, we see the drunk alert on the screen. God but damn it! I'm not <laughs> drunk. I'm definitely high. No, yeah, not uh, not drunk. But I'm saying, like, so there were some, like, I don't know. Uh, so I want to say they were early episodes, but th- there was a couple that were fairly recent. Where uh, me? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's usually me. Dude. Uh, the drunk alerts. Uh, it's definitely hilarious. usually me. But. <laughs> Oh, I let loose with you guys every week, dude. No, I this love it. My, that's what I look forward to, dude. Well, it's just this is where you, I could just be a fucking caveman, dude. That's part of the cool part <laughs> is it's the the level of it's the vibe, right? It's the energy, it's the level of yeah. It's nostalgia too. It's all like seeing. Ah, we're all business here. Fuck that. <laughs> right. Well, no, that's the thing. Like, I don't think it, it wouldn't be as cool if it was all like everybody was uptight and be like going down a fucking checklist of questions and like. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, like, I know. I watch those interviews on other bands yeah. and stuff, and it just makes me cringe. Just like, yeah. so what was your first influence when you, uh, you know, started uh, playing the guitar? What was yeah. the, uh... I've, I've never had notes. I the yeah, only I time I had notes were like names in the beginning when for people that I didn't know, I'd write down their name. But then I started just getting it and just being able to. Uh, what's your name, dude? Okay, uh, and you know. 45 seconds later i'm saying it you know what yeah, it's dude. turned into is like i've watched some of the old episodes and it's we've been we were like if you just go watch like 
I don't know, one of the first like 15 episodes, we're just super like, we're like, yeah, totally, dude. Yes. Yeah, to <laughs> we're like super, uh, you know, we're like on screen too and it's new for us, you know, and we're, we're all getting used to it as well. And uh, after a while, it's like, oh, it's just, the, it's a Thursday. I'm going to go talk to some rad musician and go I'm just going to have a conversation. Yeah. I'm just going to pretend mm -hmm. like we're in front of a venue or in the backstage and we're just, we're hanging out and not worrying about like, you know, this whole looking at our fucking dumb faces thing. Yeah. No, it's all, it's, it's become something I, you know, more, way more times than I haven't have highly looked forward to it. I always look forward to it, but it's just like, you know, there's certain, most of the time it's always just like, oh dude, Thursday's here, dude. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm at work just trying to get it done so I can get home, spend some time with the fam, kick them upstairs and, and get on here, which actually, uh, full disclosure, I got this house to myself right now. Oh, dude. I'm a, yeah, dude. I'm by myself. Damn, dude. You beat it out as much as you want. Oh, it's awesome. many times all over the place, dude. All the bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beating out taquitos. I'm beating out. That gets me. This is, I don't get why this works, dude. <laughs> I'll stop using it, but it's too good. What's the music? Oh, that's I don't know. Casey's that. blasting this fucking shit out of the It's like super loud. There's a volume control on it. <laughs> I apologize to the only listeners on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever the fuck you're listening to this on. You can this hear this a, probably on audio. Though. That one that sucks. Audio. That 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 song. But then taquitos though. Which oh, one were you going for? I just what, what is one. that? It was like the lo-fi one. That one sucks. I got to pick it. Oh, but it's song. just a random song. Gotta, yeah, they like, have like a. They I have gotta a memorize of, which ones are the good ones, and I have. They have like nine different like. That was what like you call a, a fail. That was a fail. It's old. It's like nine different um like uh copyright free songs. You just play like chill ones. What are you stupid? Anyways, hey Troy, yeah, can you play some drums, caveman? Yeah, do you want? Can I play some drums for us for a second, Troy? What would happen? <laughs> play some drums. What would happen if you <laughs> just like, like played a beat? Would it like because you're in front of a drum set? I mean, it's sick. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, I, don't, I mean, I, I did not even think one so good. You are in front of a kit. I mean, what would happen? If dude, you, there's not even like, any pressure, dude. Oh, <laughs> I'm sitting way back off there. <laughs> All right, we're taking requests in the chat right uh, now. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Mainly ACDC. Oh, we got play. We got play First question. Thing, play question. Yeah. <laughs> play question. Yeah. <laughs> play the old version. I'm gonna play the clean version. Play uh, uh, rare bird. Oh man. <laughs> That's a deep that cut night. for all you motherfuckers. Yeah, I was just listening to that last night. I I want to relearn that stuff. It's super. I'm still super your number one fan, dude. I'm still the number one fan of that band. <laughs> I want to meet the other people that still that came across that and and still you know hold a candle to it today because I do. I most definitely love where I'm the number one fan and and dude, my iPod's <laughs> about to die. I think I said this on like a year ago. It's still alive, dude. But I said it Damn. last time. That's the only place that that stuff lives for me. I don't have. Let's, I don't have the... let's hear fecal right now. <laughs> Troy, zero warm up fecal now. You want to hear fecal, Troy? Oh, dude. It'll definitely play? sound fecal. That's for Who sure. Who cares? It's just play. I don't. I don't think it'll actually come Anthony through really well. Anthony can sing along, and it'll be like all delayed and crazy. But it'll be awesome. <laughs> it'll just be me right? and Troy, like just drums like and vocals. <laughs> I'll do it if you do it, dude. 
I know he's got to do the hard part. Uh, what, what's this now? Play fecal? You're gonna do the vocals? Just drums, just drums and vocals right now. <laughs> no, dude, this is a this will be a mess right now. Can you play along to the track? Do you have like it in your background you, or anything? Can, can you hear that? You can just play like whatever track. No, I don't hear um, <laughs> Oh, you don't hear the music? Not, not right now, but there's a way to do Again, it. And if like, you're just listening, you, uh, you can you share watch music. this right now. You can share it and play along. It's not like the best, but it, it will, I think it works. This is oh, I hear I something. Oh, I heard that. Uh, what was that? It was a fart, maybe. Scorched, yeah. Uh, Spawn of Possession scorched. That's like oh, 300 BPM, right? Sick, dude. Yeah, it sounds Damn, crazy. it would be cool if you could hear that. Uh, no, uh, so you could share and try that like okay no no D just play um <laughs> or just play drums play regulators by warren g just do that just do one beat and see if we can even hear play, it. play drums just do what you want homie play no. california love by tupac just play whatever you feel like playing just hit some, <laughs> hit some drums and see if they i don't think they'll even show up through the mic so it's I all think good it's, no, i just want to see what happens just just to play you don't know we can all speculate <clears throat> We don't know, dude. Well, I just want to hear, you can hear the drums on the on the stream. Yeah, yeah. Just saying? do some beats. See what happens. You hear the kick? Well, you're frozen, right? <laughs> no, he's uh, not frozen. Okay, go, go. No, that's what I'm saying. Second. Can you hear the no, kick? You're fine. I don't know. I can, can hear that. Hear, yeah, can... I can hear that. Yeah. What? I can't hear <laughs> shit. Oh no, I don't sick, hear dude. that. <laughs> yeah, sick. Uh, yeah. We can't. <laughs> no. There you go. That's weird. It's coming through my. I heard it. I guess. No, I heard it. Do that again. I'm going to mute it. Mute everyone. Going, yeah, going buddy. A little, bit, little more, a little more. I had to uh, mute everyone because everyone keeps everyone keeps talking and taking it over, so I have to mute people. I, I was muted. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, the the uh, software wants to pick and choose whoever's talking. Yeah. I yeah, I could hear the drums clear. I could right there for sure when no one was talking. Though. Why did you mute me? Oh. All right, Troy, Troy, one more, one more, dude. Is that cool? <laughs> so if you mute everybody, I want to see if you can yeah. hear it without this mic on. No. <laughs> Not okay. Now I'm looking at myself. Uh. <laughs> I heard yes, it. Yes, sir. I can hear it. <laughs> I don't know. People it definitely say, sounds good, but I mean, dude, we're not trying work. to do the whole dance monkey dance thing either, dude. So, <laughs> oh no, that was sick. That was thanks, wow. Troy. That fucking was rad. Yeah, right on. Yeah, you had no, I mean, I, it was sick to hear him. I don't want to put him on the spot, but I, he's, he's not, a great drummer. I've, oh, I've played with him so many sick. times. I love listening to him. <laughs> Fuck yeah! But we're also here to interview him, like you know. What are we, what are we really okay? Dude, that right, was awesome. Right. I love this, dude. Love there's this too much right going now. on with the with the ch popping the chat up while I'm talking, dude. But, but <laughs> if you pop that up, it throws me off. I like, French I can't handle all this chat. <laughs> My eyes are getting out, too bro. closed, dude. Well, you know, it happens. It's, <laughs> on, it's very uh, very complicated now. Why? Why is it complicated? I mean, all the stuff going on, like all the you know comments and chat. 
Nah, it's it's definitely chill. more to keep track of on here than when you guys are just doing uh, straight to YouTube, huh? Yeah, I can't do it, dude. I can't. <clears throat> if I try and pay attention to the chat during these things, it throws me off, and then I like have to sit there and wait and figure out where we're at in the conversation again. So I just kind of like, but then you pop it up, and I'm, it's still like, com- it's it's totally just throwing me off. But that's fine, dude. It's it's it's. It's no big deal. I'm not even. I'm not. Why is it turning into this now? Like, oh yeah, dude. He's, Tell us how yeah, you really feel. Definitely drunk alert now. I'm definitely <laughs> after this tall can. I'm feeling it. It's just a fine. learning curve. Like in the beginning, you just had to figure out how to have a conversation with four or five people at the same time. Uh-huh. Three resident homies plus yep. whoever the yep. guest or guests were. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's six people. Yeah, that's, I mean, it, that's it works, a crazy one. Right? Like the the cryptopsy one uh, was so gnarly, dude. I don't even know how we got oh, yes. that done. We were like More fighting. People, huh? yeah, we had to like fight to like get like we had to wait like for the perfect time and like jump in because there was like thirty seven people in like a chat. <laughs> like, yeah, like but it was still everyone. super cool like to pull it off. But really, that was like whoa. Yeah, it was crazy. It still is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it was actually yeah. went pretty smooth. Made of, yeah, yeah. Sure. I'd love to have Mike back on, dude. Like Mike's a, a character, dude, and I, I, he's always been good on the show. And that that's one that that's one other thing that I love about this podcast is like that dude was a guy that I just listened to while I was in high school, and now we are in touch. You know, not as like often, but still, like whenever we talk to each other, it's like it's a a like a a friend, a real friendship, you know, and having him on the show like it it just makes me feel so awesome that we're like pulling this off dude like so many people that we've talked to why are we why am i talking about the fucking podcast again (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, you just put you just put me on blast (laughs) and then i just go for it dude you guys got to learn how to cut me off right just be like shut up no actually don't do that (laughs) yeah (laughs) so you know We'll play uh, gifs or gifs, however you want to pronounce it. You just got to get some like. Um, uh, I just learned that it's gifs. Play. Is it gifs? Like, I call it was, gif, but I, call it I know. GIF. But somebody said it was a gif, and I'm like, that's it. fucking peanut butter, dog. Right. That it? I yeah. know why. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> like it starts with a G, not a J. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 When I say gif, I'm like, all right, well, all right, boomer. Here's my fucking. Uh, I'll be back in the GIF. picture. Yeah, exactly. Is it actually Jiffy is an actual time measurement? If you look it up, I think it is. Like Jiffy, oh, right, Jiffy. Actually oh it's like, like a measurement of time. Oh yeah, kind of like a Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Not the video game, but the <laughs> measurement of time. Are you like one of those people? It's like I'll be back in two seconds. It's like it's been two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's the like worst. a Jiffy. It's like oh, that means you know. You're like oh shit. We had this argument in 2002. <laughs> yeah, totally. Really? Uh oh. God, nice. we're bringing back. Uh, we're being wrecked some boomer stuff. But uh, some old memories. So, oh, boomer stuff. So, so what's it called? Uh, no, actually, I have a, I have a question for Troy. So, is there like you know, obviously all the sh- the shows you played and stuff like that? What's the? Let's just get into this one. What's your like most embarrassing fuck up? Like, like it, whether it was you. Whether it was uh, Anthony saying Eternite or whether it was, uh, I'm just kidding. That was in the recording. I know, I know. know. (laughs) But what was, what was the worst, the worst fuck up that you can remember? Did you guys ever train wreck in front of a lot of people? Like in front of Cannibal? Like what, what's the worst shit? (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, go. really, really quickly in, in Anthony's defense, you know, when you're doing death metal vocals, like sometimes you got to just pronounce the words how they need to sound so that it yeah, but it cool. sounded so stupid, dude. I did, I did, I had to take a, a, a day session at Castle Ultimate and we came back out, out of it. And, uh, in there, I don't even know what song it is, but I say into eternity on a song, but I said into eternity. Respect and my authority. And we're listening to it and everything's great. And then all of a sudden there's into eternity. And I was like, that is was separate. So... Did you do that too? No, with you. Oh no, no. That was that with was Zach Oren telling us telling you That's to change it around. Okay. No, Zach Oren was like, I don't like that any into eternity. Can you try into eternity? Oh, he <laughs> made me say that. Yeah. And then you're Bring like, all right. Well, we were all like, huh. Like, I oh, I thought a, it was a flub on my part. No, me dude. and Casey were kind of like, we're kind of like, look at each other. Like, I guess we'll, we'll try it because we're fucking freaked out because it's our first time in like a real studio for a cryptic wow. implosion. And he was like, dude, into eternity. And then we like slept on it. We came back the next morning or the next day and we we're like, no. Wow. This is a perfect example of how memories can be molded differently for humans because yeah. i literally thought that was my flub in the studio no no and then you did it everybody fine. was di like laughing at it and then i was like no yeah that, that was it's not, not in eternity it's eternity. it was a weird a weird request that like zach was like adamant about and he's like no yeah. no, no into eternity not t yeah. and we're like we're all like fucking stoned and in our first like fucking you know recording experience like we'll do whatever you say uh you know uh, mr guy that <laughs> mr. makes sound, sound good <laughs> yeah. and we just we basically just we did it and then yeah next day we we're like no no no, we're going back to t dude yeah tay yeah. it sounded like tay i don't know anyways but well, it's back not to Troy. you would say it yeah so yeah uh so the question's kind of being answered in the in the chat a little bit um never train wrecked in front of cannibal luckily um had triggering issues and some other things on that tour. I lost my temper in front of Cannibal. Uh, that was not what very coming of me. Over oh, what? What was what that brought work? that on? Um, touring tensions and dealing yeah. with gear loading yeah. in and loading out. And yeah, did you did you make a noise? Were you like? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was throwing shit around and oh shit, okay. like throwing drumsticks. Well, and like it was like. One of the rare days I decided to hang out in the bar and drink with everybody instead of making sure everything was getting done. And then it was like time to get go over getting kicked out. My drums were still in the club and everything else was on the bus. And I was like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So, so anyway, uh, yeah, Hulk, Hulk rage. <laughs> um, but the train wrecking I did, it was pretty embarrassing. It wasn't a ton of people, but... Um, there was a series of shows. Holy oh, cow. Oh, shit. I just caught a glimpse of a rare second. species. That literally just hit me. That hit me in the you didn't chest. Have a good, you didn't have a good uh, view yet, but I threw him in for a second. The professor nice. is here, dude. Oh, What's up, buddy? At least in Haiti. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. There we go. It looks good. But yeah, so... It's, yeah, yeah. No way. <laughs> what up? No How's it going, man? way. Uh, Sorry to interrupt. Just saying what's up. Oh yeah! Right on. Just What's finishing up? the jam. Dude, you're just a little bit late, bro. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, Glad you made it. Just joking. Yeah, dude. We just practiced and uh, sick. <clears throat> put a bunch of t-shirts into boxes to take to uh, Phoenix tomorrow. Nice, nice. nice. Oh yeah. And uh, fucking, we're playing Phoenix and then Long Beach on Saturday and then San Diego on Sunday and. Uh, just popping in to promote 
the shows and say what's up to Troy. And uh, I got to head out in just a sec now, but I just wanted to make it a little appearance. So It's all good, dude. We oh, wanted yeah, to plug oh, yeah. those shows for you earlier. We, we were not technically uh ready we thought about it in the moment and like oh dude joseph's missing but he's got these shows going we should be promoting him but yeah dude so uh phoenix where it, uh friday night yeah at the blues is the name of the venue with uh <laughs> dude the band's changed so there's a band on the on the bill literally called duck <laughs> <laughs> Oh, ducks, I'm super stoked on ducks. I don't get it. What's so funny? I'm super Some stoked. Quack probably, what's so funny? It's probably the quackheads, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, there's a band called uh, Coloscopy Bag, I think, also. That should be sick. <laughs> that should be sick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Uh, the Saturday show in Long Beach is with Teeth and Sunless, and those are great bands. And Hell Burning yeah. Oh, yeah. So that one's going to be really sick. Sorry, what was the last band? Burning what? Burning Palace. Burning Palace. Okay. Pick them out, but I will. Um, and then Sunday in San Diego is with uh, the homies in Paroxysmal Butchering. Uh, yeah, it's actually Duck with a capital K at the end, kind of like Metallica with like oh, the A. Shit. Or Corn. Uh oh. I really should show them. So. Nice. <laughs> well, dude. Hey, dude. I always love seeing the professor. I'm glad I got to see you this week. Fuck yeah, Even dude. if it's just for a second. How was that? Uh, how was that jam? You guys ready? It's feeling good, dude. It's feeling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you think you know the set, and then it just keeps getting easier, to be honest. And so I'm. Um, I think this is like our fifth through seventh shows. So I'm feeling really solid about it, Sick, and uh, I just know they'll keep getting better, and then we'll. Start adding new songs, and uh, it's, it's real exciting. So, uh, I got fuck yeah, man! Derek here. What's up, Derek? What up? What up? What up? <laughs> oh, dude, we we didn't tell, we didn't get the chat ready for you, dude. You had your home. I know, I know. We got we had the chat you're here, so like 50 people show up. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Well, dude, I'm super happy for you, Joseph. I'm glad oh, you yeah. guys are having fun, dude, and go crush him, bro. Yeah. And. uh Troy, I, I was there for, I don't know if it was your first or second stream, but that shit was fucking sick. And uh, I know you've been on here talking about your stream setup. Uh, I want to hear about it. I'll watch the episode to get the deets because that shit sounded awesome and looked great. And Dude, that's I, perfect. You're the best death metal drummer on Twitch right now, like from the very first episode. So what a, I was going to say wow. that's perfect, Damn. Joseph, because we actually did not get into the deets on uh, your setup. So... No. Thank you so much for that little fucking <laughs> seed right there to start the conversation after you leave, bro. Pulling right, it out of the it. weeds. <laughs> and I'll fucking watch and, and, and hear later. Okay, guys? Have a good one. Hell Rock yeah. on, dude. Right on. Derek. Oh, yeah. Later, brother. Hey, he's one, out. Man. Peace out, everybody. Yeah, later, dude. Nice, dude. We got a little fucking dude, professor. Yeah. It sounded awesome. like he was like in a baseball stadium to me. It sounded like that's you guys. <laughs> well, he's just probably because his, his headphones weren't yeah, working. Yeah. He was trying them in the beginning. It was kind of cool to. Yeah, like, that was super. Yeah, cool, I like that. Dude. We should just have we should just send links to random people and just have them <laughs> just like jump that. in like on tour and before. just be like, yeah. I have before people sometimes log in. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into yeah. it, Troy. Like he wants to know like how you set up all your stuff, dude. So how many cameras? 
Where do you, how did you, how long did it take you to figure it out and all that shit? <laughs> um, we're being, I'm being told to talk about the train wreck. Damn it. Oh, but, shit. Uh, we'll get to that first then and then we'll go on to that. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. where we were, yeah. That was in the middle of that yeah. story. Yeah. 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 I, yeah that's definitely, yeah. you know, we're talking about. Um, but you must make the people happy. No, uh, totally do. So no, there was a, there was a period of time in uh, probably like 2002 or early 2003, something like that, which I think was when um, Mike was not in the band for a little while. And it was, uh, you know, me, Murray, Dusty, I think Jared for at least some of those shows. And I want to say Sean. And <clears throat> to kind of throw back to the conversation earlier about playing things too fast. Joel was talking about looking around at the crowd and looking at the screens and, you know, potentially getting distracted. Well, once upon a time I was playing, we're playing a set and we're in the middle of steel toe abortion. And that was one of the oldest, grooviest, kind of slowest, easiest songs for me. So I guess I started kind of spacing out during that song a lot of times. And I started to look around at the crowd. It was like a catch my breath song or something. And I'm looking around at the crowd and the venue. And, and I kind of, all of a sudden I become aware of the fact that I'm not, I'm just playing a song, but I, I'm not paying attention to the song where I am. I've, I've been playing fine this whole time, but all of a sudden I become like self-conscious of the fact that I've been spacing out in the middle of the song. And um, then all of a sudden I was like, shit, where am I? What, what, what part of the song is this the first part of the you know the first time we do this in the first half of the song yeah. or the second time i'm like i have i don't know where i'm at in the song because i haven't been paying attention and so then i like missed a change and fucking train wrecked it <clears throat> and everybody was Damn. like look at me like oh, oh that's weird <laughs> like this is the yeah easiest song you were right in the middle of a song and then it was just like fucking yeah boom the bridge goes out <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's perfect timing and um <clears throat> You guys talk to Lee, take it easy, Lee. Um, <laughs> oh, Lee, later, bro. Yeah. So later, it was buddy. one of those things, um, just random event, right? And uh, so we played the song again, you know, next practice or whatever. Everything was fine. But I realized, like, yeah, when I play that song, I tend to space out and think about other things, but whatever. Next show, a few weeks later, a month later, whatever. Um, we had a lot of shows in a short amount of time during those early years next show was the same thing we got to that song i started spacing out and then all of a sudden in the middle of the song i realized i was spacing out got completely lost and train wrecked it again it just God. happened was it the same song same song steel toe abortion like one of the slowest easiest songs i did this like four shows in a row it was in the beginning Damn. it happened at the show and then we would play it at practice and it'd be fine but after the, like, the second or third time, I started train wrecking at practice because I was getting in my head so badly how I was fucking up this song and losing my place. Yep. And it was like, I, so I think after like the fourth time, the, the guys were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like a chill song. So you're like, compared to the other songs, so you said it was like a more groovy one that you're just like, okay, yeah. let's get to chill. And then you're just chilling and then fucking. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> fireball <laughs> just well gravity I mean, doing its job it totally is you getting in your head though you think yeah. about it it's like <clears throat> it it is this like 
rabbit hole you fall into of I keep doing this one thing it, or it's like the people who are, keep saying I'm I can't say this I can't say this and then they just blurt it out you mm -hmm. know yeah. it's it, it's that same kind of thing that happens in the brain it's like a weird where, mental block like I got to the point where I couldn't play the song because I could only play the song correctly if I wasn't thinking about what I was playing because I it's like I'd forgotten the song unless I was doing it subconsciously. And so, yeah, I got to the point where I couldn't play the song for a while because it's like I would just forget it <laughs> if I thought about what I was doing in the middle of the song. And I couldn't make it through the song without thinking about the song and yeah. the fact that I keep train wrecking it. Yeah, did, it, it give like, you, did it give you a little bit of anxiety like when that started <clears throat> to happen and then like, okay, let's try steel toe abortion right now. <clears throat> First time was like, oh, that was weird. Second time I was like, what the hell? Third time I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> there is something about the human Fourth brain that I does like, that though. I just yeah. like, yeah. like There's something about the brain that like, I mean, you know that you've train wrecked on it before <clears throat> and it gets called out again and you're like, all right, I've train wrecked this before. You mm -hmm. know, it's like hanging over you a little bit and then you're kind of maybe mm -hmm. overthinking, even though it's a simple, like compared to your songs, it's like one of the more simpler songs. Like, it could be like festering more than it should. And then like, you're kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a mental spiral. Just like yep. before you know it, you're like, I can't fuck this up. Can't fuck this up. And then so many times in life, um, even the bedroom, um, where you like, you have times <laughs> when you're like, I don't want to, like, I got to do a great thing. I got to kill it right here. I got to kill it. And you're like, shit. And then your wiener does a great job. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the segue there. It was beautiful. Um, <laughs> I'm 37. Oh, oh man. Sorry. It, but, uh, it is the it's that it mental spiral, brain. dude. It, and then you, it happens you to are self-sabotaging okay. at that self point. Self-sabotaging. Perfect. Yeah. Self-sabotaging cycle of self-sabotage kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And it's involuntary too. Mm, totally. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. Did I said that right? Involuntary, yeah. You put, you put a little accent on the very end, but a little like, too much at the end. Involuntary. Yeah, that's, that's what made me involuntary. That's what made me question it. Involuntary. Eternity. Your wiener does a good job, Kelly Deathmatch. <laughs> oh shit. Yes. Oh man. So yeah. Okay, so let's get into uh, the the stream setup. Did we get Here. through the whole train wreck thing? Yeah. Okay, I think that was probably was say that your camera yeah. setup and all that. Joseph was impressed by it, so let's get into the deets on that. <clears throat> all right, um, you know, I thought about this earlier, and I was like, I wish there was some way I could show it, but I don't don't know how to do that. Um, so see, it all started way back in 2018. No, uh, <laughs> anybody that knows me well knows that every story is a long story. In <laughs> like 2017 um i started getting really interested in podcasts and um youtube videos and stuff i wanted to do cover videos and playthroughs and um i actually got so far as to to basically starting a podcast um not so different from this one um except for i was you know trying to do it with people in person and um i was in vegas and there's a lot of people in a lot of bands that tour and come through Vegas. I'm like, I know enough people that I could, you know, pull guys from, from bands and do a podcast with them. So I got some cameras and I got a mixer, uh, actually like a 14 track recorder thing and did like three recorded like three episodes that never, I never 
hmm. actually edited them or, or put them on YouTube. But um, anyway, then that kind of all went on hold. So hence I get back to playing. I'm being inspired to play music again. I'm like, I want to do cover videos. I want to do playthroughs for, you know, Severed stuff, Genocide Architect. I'd like to relearn the carnivorous stuff, wear songs, whatever. <clears throat> and uh, and then, you know, the Twitch, I was like, well, I have some cameras and some gear. Like, I could probably make this work. So that's kind of how, how it started. So I have four Canon Rebel something, T6s or something like that. They're like, a, mm -hmm. it's like a $600 camera. Um, I had a Dell credit account. 2017 or 2018 that I ran up and um, <laughs> so that's that's kind of the um, the start of it and then things that I learned um, trying to learn video production stuff about lighting and focal depth and that kind of thing so it's actually really bright in here and I still don't have enough light to actually run the cameras at like the best settings for the most you know the clearest uh, so that's video. what you need is is the right lighting to get the maximized HD out of your cameras. Yeah. That's a lot of it. Like on that, the first severed podcast we did, how uh, I kind of overdid it. So I was like a, a floating head in the sea of black. Um, we, real, real quick. That was hilarious. I'll go right back to the story, but how you, when we were setting up for that episode, your camera was like fucking, I don't want, I want to say like 10 feet away from you. Yeah, like because it like you zoomed out on accident and you were just like it was like your whole fucking place that you were in and like mm -hmm. you had this camera that was like way in the corner of your room or something that yeah. was just zoomed in on you and I was like damn must be a fancy fucking camera. Well, <laughs> it's that's because that's a fifty millimeter lens, so it's a fairly um, long lens, so it's got to be pretty far away from you. And it's actually it's like the cheapest fifty millimeter you can get, but it's um. I don't know, 150 bucks or something like that. A good one is like 800 to 2000 dollars. But yeah, that one has a um pretty good quality glass and stuff for the price range and has a low, what they call a low F stop. So you can get a really shallow depth of field, which is where you're clear, but the background's blurry. Mm. And a lot of that comes to how far you are away from the background and then how your foreground lighting is, and then background lighting. Like so if I have lights in front of me, obviously obviously shining on my face and everything. And then I have lights behind me that are shining down at, at an angle behind me, which is what the backlighting so you can see my shoulders stand out from the wall and everything. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so, you know, I nerd out on stuff. I go down the rabbit hole. I watch a lot of videos and do yeah. a lot of reading. And, I mean, and, um, dude, my lighting is a lamp next to me and the lighting <laughs> over there is just pointed like wherever. There's, there's shadows behind me and shit. I'm just like, I could see right now. It's, you know? Yeah, and that's totally normal and it looks good and it's like there's no reason and, it, and this is the blanket production. that i hang on the fucking right? curtains behind me that's literally how i do it dude and it's yeah. the it's camera on my computer but no oh damn oh, look, look at this baller shit oh, <laughs> you bought one of those no. disco music coming in i was just <laughs> we talk about it dude but yeah 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 but yeah, killing it, man. But, no that 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 i i, I wish i could about. upgrade like the whole sh like showmanship of my side of this but i'm like oh dude i got the i got the mic that that dude you got need, the mic I, could, I got the mic that i can use forever so it's just like yeah. that's the main thing dude that's yeah when you're doing a podcast that's half you know a lot of it is to be available for audio so you got to have good audio and you got that part covered 
Totally. So, the video part. This is cool. cloud lifter thing is what <laughs> boosted it too. Like the first, yeah. I think the episode that I did, the severed episode, I didn't even have that cloud lifter yet. That once the cloud lifter oh, yeah. came in the mix, dude, it it changed the game for sure. Because you have to like turn your, I mean, I, I think you almost have to use it with some of the mics, especially that mic. I think it needs like a yeah, I think a it needs the phantom mm-hmm. power. Yeah, yeah. yeah, phantom power exactly. It's yeah. probably built into it, right? You don't want to turn the thing up to maximum anything well it needs pa- it's like it such out. a powerful mic that it needs extra an extra boost because it's okay like, it's not just like a normal mic so it needs like an extra it's like a it's not it's like passive pickups versus active pickups that's what i that just way. learned recently with casey is that this thing really only boosts the gain for me right so it's like i don't have to turn it up louder and it's and clean get gain. the hiss yeah right clean gain yeah exactly Energizing the coils to them that that, yeah. that dirty that, that dust the, the cloud of dust that it's lifting is from turning up your gain too much, and that makes it to yes yes I understand now, my brain wrapped <laughs> around it finally. Just right. like your mic wrapped around your uh, your boom stand. Uh, after tonight, maybe I might wrap it around. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Answering not a drunk's question there. Yeah, the SM7. Autoerotic like, exfissy. No. <laughs> super good all around mic. Yeah, totally. Totally. Do podcasts, yeah, back do vocals, the, uh... all kinds of shit. Actually, you know, to be honest with you, um, I got I had the choice of getting the SM7B versus the SM58. And it was just after listening to uh uh doing the the difference between um Anthony's and Casey's vocals. I thought Anth- or Casey's vocals sounded more bassier and boomer boomier with uh with the uh, SM58 versus the SM7B, but it's not like uh, the SM7B can capture more around the mic. You know, it could be like yeah. more mm-hmm. of a room mic. You could mic, talk at so... it from any angle. Yeah, yeah. The, I think the SM or the SM58 sounds better direct, in, like directly like this. Like it sounds better than mm-hmm. the SM7B, but the SM7B. How do I sound right now? I, I can still hear. You per- I guess I can't hear you perfectly, but I can hear you pretty fucking well. You okay, know? so it's like it's like it's like how do, I, how do I sound? How do I sound right now? Yeah, it's like it's like Somebody watch this. this. I, I know, right? It's it's the same thing as like uh, it's the like uh how, how do I how do I sound right now? How do I sound? Do I sound oh yeah, right? it definitely yeah. drops off when you go to the like side. Like you're in another room. Penis, 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 penis. <laughs> yeah, sick but, uh, for all the times that we like talk like this. <laughs> well, dude, I had this question. Necessary. It's like yeah. one of these fucking things that I just fucking. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Um, why that's so why yeah, for good like for the podcast and everything else because you don't have to have it right in front of your face the whole time and just be like can't see your face you can have yeah it farther away off the move side. it yeah. yeah yeah i like kind of phallic objects close to my mouth but anyways uh well so you, uh... personal preference but you know <laughs> but and hot whatever dogs works and popsicles. For you. yeah totally whatever but, floats uh... your boat so you can you know go bananas and beat it out <laughs> go nice. bananas and <laughs> nice. beat it out literally literally <laughs> banana out. Banana. Uh, it's one of those things where isn't, but, uh... isn't your mics aren't your mics more Stupid. live type mics though like yeah mm-hmm. you guys you're casey and oh yep. all, all three of you guys well, it's have just a, more of a live it's like batman it's like batman because i have my no, i'm sorry uh i'm stupid six scooby-doo sure beta 58a <laughs> that's the one that i have Oh, that's your that's your uh, wireless mic. But anyways, yeah. Um, well, that wireless mic is sick too. By the way, that's a that's a good that's a solid mic. I know, dude. I found it. I found it recently, and I was I, I literally had this moment where I was like, oh, I, didn't, I don't know if I left a 
I don't know if I left a battery. I don't know if I left a battery in the bottom of it. And, you know, if you leave a battery in something, it's going to just ruin it. And so I had this moment, I found it and I, I had this moment of like, oh, dude, I'm about to find out if I need to buy another mic. And I cracked it open. No motherfucking battery, dude. I was fucking uh, so stoked, dude. I was and like, he's you like, were, you were responsible enough before you put this away for a while, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it cracks me up about you, which is like how, you know, with cars and stuff, how how much you understand cars and, and how technical fucking cars are. Like, cars are fucking insane, like, as far as, like, how they all work together and stuff. But, like, yeah. anything, like, electronic or anything, you're just like, I am, don't even... It's like it's like way easier, and you're like, I don't even get it, dude. It's like it's too easy. I don't know. It's like you have to press yeah. a button, dude. Well, what the fuck is that, well, dude? You got you have to figure out. You have to one realize that the what I do on cars is all like it's not That's electronic, what I'm at this point. you know, and it's not electronic though. I'm, but it's harder I'm to understand with the physical aspects of a car. I'm dealing with the suspension of the car so there's no electronics involved in that still way harder to understand dude it's way harder to understand dude i literally got my computer going for this podcast before this podcast (laughs) we didn't have a computer at my house (laughs) i had this thing sitting in a box neighbor's (laughs) wi-fi neighbor's wi-fi in the beginning because we didn't have internet and then finally it was like, all right, Wi-Fi is too shoddy from the neighbors, so I got to actually pay for internet. So we got internet. <laughs> all of that was for the podcast, dude. All yeah. of it was for the podcast. Getting this computer set up, getting internet at my house. What up? <laughs> God damn it. Every fucking podcast now, you guys are just fucking That's putting not, my I work didn't, on blast. I didn't, I didn't put all right, where do you address. work? Give me your... Uh, wait, you no, work at home, the, Joel? put the address. Joel, you work That's at home? Me. That's not me. I didn't do oh, that okay. one. That was not me. Uh, uh, I can't do that. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's not a it's bad cool. thing, but at the same it's thing, cool. thing, it's like... I'm. Ex- it's just like, what if like a... <laughs> That's look, a, look it up that's online. The if you look it up online, the address is there. I, I know. know, I know. But mm-hmm. if looks, I thought it was cool because the palm tree. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's not a bad. It's thing, the only living like palm tree. I, I, I have this feeling of like <laughs> I have this feeling of people like showing, but nobody's gonna show up at my work. That's the whole thing. I'm gonna like, show up at your work on. I'm gonna show up on Tuesday because I was at Pat's house. I don't know. And I was leaving Pat's house, but because I was at Pat's house from like right when you got off work and went, we went to a show to the Deftones show immediately. And then yeah. I left uh, Tuesday morning, and I was like, "Ooh, I could just try to have Anthony like align my car or something. That'd be fun. Okay, it's like a tourist thing. <laughs> tourist thing, yeah, dude. Yeah. Hey, if All it's right. tourist, if it's tourism with metalheads stopping by your what fucking kind of car, do you drive again? It's the it's a 2020 uh, Accord Sport. Yeah, dude, I could have done that shit in 15 minutes. You could have. I just got a, Give me a I hug. just got out of the shop though. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking about. I just wanted the hugs. Fuck your shop, dude. <laughs> Whatever, dude. It's free. <laughs> How much do you charge? Do you charge free? I would definitely not charge you for that fucking alignment. It would take me 10 minutes to do. Other and also, than tra- it also gave me a free tire one time when I popped a tire. So shout out to the trap Trapanis for giving me a tire and taking me out to sushi after they put a tire on my fucking shit. <laughs> and fucking Casey still got to the airport because I was taking Casey to the airport and a tire popped on the fucking freeway and I had to pull in the middle of the freeway. Anthony came, grabbed Casey, took him to the airport, came, I got my fucking shit towed to his shit and then fucking free tire his parents were fucking awesome it's a great fucking family family owned fucking business 
fucking go spend your money there don't go to midas don't go to, okay anyway. yeah but, uh, I, you know what's funny is that i don't even remember that day until right now and i'm like oh yeah i totally remember when that happened dude i mean I you remembered it but then you know well dude life marijuana. just uh, it's just no it's not even marijuana it's just like so many things happen they get all piled up but then things like this a conversation reignites that memory that is in there still and i totally remember i, I had to come with like a, a jack a, oh no i didn't i didn't tow your car boom no you didn't tow it but i had a i came triple, and i, I triple came, a okay yeah so, so that's what it was i came and i picked up casey Took him to the airport, and then by that time, you were already on your way back to the shop, and we set you Dude, up. I was so. going fucking 80 in that old BMW I had, and I popped a tire going 80 on the on the 280? Is it, mm-hmm. Yeah, 280. Yeah, yeah. That was fucking... That's not a good position Sounds to be fun. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I got to fucking pull over right away. And like, yeah, it was all bad. But anyways, traps tire and auto, save the day. I vouch for them anytime. And Use the whole Q1 reason, Cal- obviously, we code. Kelly Death, <laughs> fucking get a hug from Anthony. That's all he can give you because uh, they need to make money. He has a family to support. Fucking go, totally. fucking check them out. Right. All right anyways, but uh, and by, and by the way, it's called Traps, obviously, because my last name. We were all called Trap. That was our nickname. Everybody did. And your dad called you bro. Well, yeah, but I'm saying outside of the family, <laughs> yeah. it would nobody would call us by our first names. They would just say Trap. And Is it Trapani or Trapani? Depends it's it's actually multiple different ones, dude. I was I grew up as Trapani. That was what my family said. Trapani. Is that an but Americanized that, version? Yes, most okay, definitely. Okay. Because if you go over to Sicily, they say Trapani, and then if you go to Italy, they say Trapani. Okay. So it's like all these different variations, but I don't really give a shit, dude. You could say my name, whatever the fuck. Get my first name right, dude. You can say my first name right, correct? All right, you're good. Yeah, I actually don't even care if people get my first name right. I get um, I got work and stuff. People are like, hey, Josh. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not correcting you. That's, this is on you, not me. We've we've met multiple times, and I've had actually there was like a high up executive that I worked with that was like one of the, like the one of the higher ones up, and he just kept calling me Josh, and because uh, I worked I worked with him years ago, but I came back and started working for him again. He's all Josh, fucking good to see you. And I was like, I'm just gonna keep this going. I'm down. Yeah, I'm did, down. For did you think of nut sack? Right. Did you think of nut sack every single time you? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that? yeah. No, I was like, or I, mean, I got Joe or Josh, and I was like, you know what? You got the J O right. I'm fucking, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm not here <laughs> yeah. to hang out with you. I'm like, I'm not trying to like start a friendship. Like, it's two four get... letter names. They got the yeah. first half right, dude. It's exactly. Chill. It's like Jennifer and Jessica or something. You know, it's like yeah, it's like Jenny or Jess. It's like Jen or Jess. It's like super close. Whatever. I'm not tripping. Yeah, if somebody <laughs> called me Andrew, though, I'd be like, that's weird, because Yeah, Anthony... it's like, hey, uh, Frankie. I'd be like, oh, well, okay, well, now I have to correct you. But, uh, yeah, that actually does hurt people's feelings, getting names wrong and stuff. And for me, I'm like, I'm so bad with names, I just I, I resort to dude every time. You know, I'm like, what's up, dude? What's up, <laughs> what's man? Up, How you doing, dude? Oh, what's going on, man? Or, like, dude or man, male or female, doesn't matter. Like, dude or man. It's just like, <laughs> what I'm going, it's what I'm going for. I just don't want to <laughs> fucking, I don't care what your name is really that much. I mean, I do. Depends on who you are. But I'm like, I, I mean, if you're like someone I'm, I should know your name and we've hung out multiple times and I'm like, fuck, I should know this. But it's like, whatever. Let's just have fun and laugh. And then and that's why you don't off. care if people call you Josh because you you blow it too. Everybody blows it, dude. Yeah, yeah. 
There's only a certain amount of names you can keep track of, dude. Yeah, there's certain people that nail it every time. You're like, fuck you, fucking wizard. Like, get How out of here. dare you be right? so good at remembering Sorcerer? Names. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Dude, they're, well, they're, what's wild? You just made me think of this other thing, and we brought up. Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, this is a story i brought up on an old podcast i can't believe you're fucking bringing that up but it's a circuit city story but uh that, um that's so I out of context on, right uh, now so I, I peed on a, a co-worker's face his face that was on the ground at a work party because he was talking shit to me all night and he passed out by the toilet and someone yelled piss on his face while i was peeing and i just i just turned my wiener over for a second i was all <laughs> and just gave him a little splash, you know. And then I woke up in the morning and was like, "Oh my god, I have to work with this guy." Like this is the worst decision uh, I've ever made. But uh, uh, so yes, yeah, so, turn my wiener, dude. Too. What was the other wiener <laughs> reference earlier? You you got a lot of wiener references tonight, dude. Dude, wieners are funny, dude. But uh, so um, so you you use the SM58 and then you use the <laughs> those are mics. <laughs> I'm just like I don't want to get into like I don't want people to. He already remembers that story. That kind of worries me that people are remembering that story because that's something I was trying to keep in the. Bro, your conversations are recorded and then put out into the universe, dude. In the ethos for the world to consume. It's it's out there. So everything you've said, everything I've said, it's all out there. Everybody can. You know that's why I say Trap Iron Auto Center is a great company, but (laughs) one of these days. Some dude's gonna fly in from Indonesia. Well, that's sick. Well, maybe they'll show up with a new computer or something. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Yeah, they'll show up with a fucking. <laughs> they'll show up with some power. Light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A new, a new fucking, a new fucking back, like a backdrop <laughs> yeah, for you. A green, green screen. A green screen. Yeah, yeah, that would exactly. be amazing. I, yeah. I'd love to have a green screen because I would project the most random shit, dude. But me too, but, dude. Is it like? Green screen makes it to where I look like I'm literally, like there's no seams. That that um, get a different get a different gift, dude. <laughs> I just I'm just fucking blasting for one half second. But anyway, no, whatever is behind you, the computer can see dumb. like it can. I know, see, but like, is everything. it is it like a even cut? Like did, does it really? Yeah. like with it looks like you're screen, there. Yeah, there's no like cut. There's no weird like artifacts in your face and shit like that. Yeah, but, right? yeah. Yeah, what no up? shit on your face. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, um, back to the so your live setup. So we didn't get very far. So where were you at with that? Because <laughs> I, I have a finale for this whole podcast too that we're gonna do too. Oh, Boom. sweet. Um, I don't know main... anything about it. I'm excited now. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> leave, but now I'm now I'm, I'm in. Uh, the. Uh, so I got the the four um, Canon cameras, and um, I'm using one of them that I've been using as a foot cam right now to talk to tonight because um, th- I've been using my laptop webcam because I can't. Technical difficulties suck, and uh, and it's and it's really really grainy. <laughs> so uh, normally, the best camera would be on my feet, and then I've got one over each shoulder, more or less, and then. You can see this is a tripod that I literally got some brackets and screwed them to the wall. Whoa. And and then got a hook from like Home Depot, screwed it into the wall and some cable, and I like wired the tripod. So I literally have a ca- camera hanging over my head that one day will probably fall on me in the middle of a cell. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a, 
it's not a light camera, so that's gonna suck. But um, that'd be like, cool to be paying attention to that that screen. And it'll just be watch yeah. It hopefully the on. stream or whatever video I'm shooting will be on a top down shot. When the camera falls, you'll just see like my head like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so yeah, I, I'm um, using the laptop for like a kind of a front kind of close up talking or wide shot, and then the, the two on the right and left to kind of get kit perspective, like you're standing next to the drummer at a show kind of thing. And then the top down, just cause it's, I don't know. I always like seeing that where you can see the whole kit and see, um, you know, what's going on from that, that totally. angle. And then of course the feet, um, mm -hmm. which are present on multiple of those angles. So you can see the feet while you're looking at the rest. <clears throat> Ideally I would like to get more at some point get a better camera it's just the like what i would call like a talking head camera you talk to in between songs or whatever else and then have one that's like farther like a, a wider shot of the whole kit when i don't have so much junk in the corners i'm trying to hide and then uh maybe one more angle somewhere else i just to have more variety and stuff but mm -hmm. yeah so i got those and then i've got a set of um audix mics that i got also in 2018 um d2s d4 d6 pretty decent not the for the kit you're saying for the kit yeah to mic the kit they're um ah, they're not the cheapest but they're also not the best um but they sound all right and mm -hmm. you know do some demo quality recordings or live stuff but uh yeah, the uh, 14 channel digital recorder because I didn't want to have to deal with DAWs and computers at the time I had. I only had a shitty 10 year old laptop and um, probably wouldn't work well anyway. So I was like, I'm going to get a hardware recorder. So it's a separate standalone thing. And I like the laptop can come with me and I don't have to worry about plugging stuff in and out all the time and syncing. And so that's pretty much what I run everything through. Um, actually, I'm using my old ass laptop to play music. In, and then I like a uh, small mixer that I used to use for live shows for my in-ears to hear kicks and stuff like that. Uh, and then I run that all into the big one. And then that goes into an interface into the computer. And it's super simple. <laughs> yeah. Except it's not. But then, you know, everybody that I've been watching that's streaming, it's kind of the same thing. Um, like the guitar players especially they're like oh i've got this plugged into that that goes into this that goes into that pedal that goes into that and then that goes into a mixer then that goes into the interface and that goes into my computer it's like <laughs> <laughs> but um part of the reason like i said having the separate components and hardware stuff is just eliminates some of the um software mixer issues with latency and other things i guess so but yeah that's kind of it. That's cool, dude. I mean, having that whole setup is impressive, no doubt. I mean, even though you're saying it's, it's simple, it's like it for the professor to be like, oh, dude, he's got a real setup. I was like, oh, I really got to see what's going down in four cameras, all these microphones. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's how you make well, a... Yeah. I'm not trying to say it's simple. Like, obviously, there's... There's plenty of people doing good stuff with a lot less, um, but it was mm -hmm. kind of, you know, like I said, I'm 
was collecting gear. Some I always wanted to have like drum mics and, and a recorder and all that stuff. And so it's something I was able to put together 2017, 2018, and then ultimately didn't do what I was going to do with it. And I want to take it. I want to take ahead. it back to that podcast you were talking about. So mm -hmm. that was news to me. I, you may have mentioned it to me, but I don't remember it, it currently. <laughs> that I was five remember. years ago. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, <laughs> And there's three episodes. So what did you just, it, was it one of those things where, cause I know what one of these things are is where you, you get super excited on something you start it and then uh, it just kind of just fizzles out. Is that kind of like what happened? <clears throat> yeah. It was, you were saying it was unedited. You, like once you recorded everything, you, the things got in the way to where, you couldn't edit and then you just realized that life got in the way and you didn't put it yeah. out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like a lot of things, projects mm -hmm. in my life, I tend to overanalyze and then make them way too complicated. So, you know, it's like, I could have got a couple of microphones, a cheap interface, and a laptop and like one camera and that would have been enough, but no, <laughs> Yeah, I wanted it to be super pro and look good, so I wanted to. I mean, they're not really expensive cameras; they're like six hundred dollars cameras, but they're one of the cheapest uh, Canons. As an as an initial like investment, a, you went yeah. higher than the normal. Well, yeah, because you right. have there's a there's a there's a bar that's been probably set already from what you're seeing already. So you're like, fuck, I don't want to like start like yeah. way lower than the bar, you know? Mm -hmm. Kind of like yeah, it's like when you're talking like, about musical influences or something. Like when you've totally. got when your influences are fucking you know al Miola or carter buford or something from dave matthews band you're like that's a high bar so you're always yeah. looking at that bar it's like that's what you want to meet mm -hmm. um so yeah i could have used a webcam on my laptop and i mean I, these are like 20 dollar mics but <laughs> it's not a, it's not a sure sm anything it's literally uh like it's an unsure it's a definitely an unsure <laughs> it's an unsure dude I'm amazed yeah I'm amazed that it works Perfect. as good as it does but um I just, I got complex with it. So I, you know, I got the recorder and then I got, I started with three cameras. So I had like a wide shot and then I had one, uh, two different directions to, you know, so you'd have like a close up shot of the two of like me on one side of a table and somebody else on the other side of the table started with three angles. And then I was like, three's not enough. I need a fourth one. So then I got a fourth camera and then, um, figured out, you know, how to set it all up and where to route the audio. And I had to have some audio coming from a camera so I could sync the video later and going through all those hurdles. And actually, I think it's actually now that I think about it, four episodes. I did one with Mike Hamilton from Deeds of Flesh and Exhumed. Mm. I did one with uh, Big Mike um, from uh, Las oh, Vegas Death Fest. Oh, Big Mike. did one with um, Sean Sterrett, who is a um, vocalist guitarist from the Genesis Architect, and one with Brian, um, guitarist from Genesis Architect. And, you know, it's like I was trying to create this, like, set in my living room so at the table and i had shit in the background and i'm trying to get the distance you know so it looks cool and the right lighting and just put so much time and effort into the production and then i finally you know get these people to come over and sit down and talk with me for a couple hours and then i'm realizing like editing four cameras together and syncing audio on my computer like and now i gotta learn video editing software fuck like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah. another fucking level, dude. <laughs> yeah, like it, it became. I just like, I made it like this huge project where it's, it's so much work for one person, and then who's learning it on the fly, and just the learning curve and everything.
How long are you were using the episodes? OBS? Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I was, we get to both of those. I, I my question was one. how long were the episodes? His what? What was yours, Joel? Oh, was are you using OBS? Whatever one you want to go first. Um, this, I'm using OBS. Well, I've been going back and forth between OBS Studio and Streamlabs OBS now for streaming with Twitch. Um, but at the time, I was just uh, recording it onto SD cards on the cameras and then importing the footage into the computer. Okay. And then I was trying to learn Sony Vegas, and then I started learning Adobe Premiere, and um, you know the like the cheaper, easier, more intuitive interface editors also have a lot less features or you know things that you can't really modify or do you know so it's like i just found a better one that was harder to use and i had to learn more and then i was like oh I'm, i need to go from sony vegas to adobe premiere because that's the one that you know is like the bar right and so yeah yeah so i have two questions right mm -hmm. now one is um again you didn't get to i mean you haven't gotten to it yet so actually i have three questions now <clears throat> how long were the episodes ah right and i forget the other two questions go for it <laughs> <laughs> and like make up two questions <laughs> no i really had something but i it'll it'll resurface yeah. when he starts talking um i want to say they were probably uh, then, you know, they could have gotten shorter once they were edited down, but these, you know, I wanted to start with people that I knew well and was super comfortable talking to, or they'd be comfortable talking with me. And so, you know, we would sit down with a couple beers and just start chatting and then I'd like hit record and then I'd start working into the, you know, kind of the agenda and we would vary, you know, and you go off into the weeds and then mm -hmm. guide it back, bring it back on topic. So the raw footage is probably... In that like two and a half to three hour range, I would say. Oh, okay. And um, it's, it's oh, very similar in length. To, I'd you love know. to see the Hamilton one, dude. I, maybe. Do you still have that stuff? Unedited? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I still have it. Yeah. Well, dude. It's on my to-do list. I just keep dude. adding I just keep adding more projects so I never get the other ones done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's stuff that I'm sure people would want to hear. You and Mike wax poetic on death metal drumming for two oh, hours man. or whatever. It that. was a super fun. I think Mike was the first one I did too. Um, so I don't know how the audio might be not as good in that one, but um, that was fun. It was right after um, he had been in Vegas for the Las Vegas death fest in 2017. And we, he came down and helped. Um, we've, I pitched in for quite a few years now doing like stagehand type of a uh, tech work, roadie work, doing lights. Yeah, that's the um, last time. Last time I saw you in physical form was at Las Vegas Death Fest, and you were totally in your zone on doing what you're you're right talking about right now. Yeah, so the first couple of years, like uh, Mike Williams would basically stage manage, and then I would like drum tech and kind of roadie. Um, and then in 2017, I realized that there was nobody running the lights and they were just on these pre-programmed like city loops. And so I went and asked like, Hey, what's the light guy? And the sound guy, you know, the sound guy was like, what light guy? <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, Hey, can, you know, cause that was a, uh, some good, like, I don't know. It was a really, that was a really good lineup. And I was like, man, like, you know, dying fetus, I think was headlining one of the days. I'm like, they got they can't have these like cheap fucking 
karaoke bar lights. You know what I mean? Like we got to have some lights. So um, I asked around like, who's in charge? Can I do this? And they're like, sure. You know how to run lights? And I was like, uh, yeah, 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 I know how to, yeah, sure. I'm like it's got it's Total a lights. It's a yeah. like a mixer. You got buttons on it. I'm like I push this totally. one. Red lights come on. I push this one. Green lights come on. I was like <laughs> that was uh that was definitely like a, a the thing with the the uh, Steve from Faceless. He was like mm-hmm. I've talked about it before on here, but like he was obsessed with lights. Like he was like I'm gonna find something to do on fucking tour because I'm bored of my ass. And uh and we were playing like Summer Slaughter's. So we were playing all like the big like House of Blueses and all like these big venues and stuff. And he was like I'm gonna learn the lights. You know, he's like, I'm gonna fucking figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. And then he, I would sit there and, and hang with him, and he'd teach me the lights. And then I'd do lights for Faceless because I knew every single part of every song that they did. I knew every stop, every I know all their timings. So I was like sitting there, like, like fucking trying to get like, like trying to be like the crowd thing, trying to like, nah. go, like. But it's like Friendly there were some spots. lights where they were more like self-explanatory, where it was like you had just a row of lights, and then you have the crowd lights, and then you could do you could just do like this a bunch, and then like you know make it like kind of cool and like put a spotlight on. Mike Keen yeah. and put one on um on fucking Steve and stuff. And um there there was the funniest thing ever though. I remember I think that I was I brought this up before. I think I was the only guy ever where Steve was just all like looking at me on stage, he's just all more lights. <laughs> like he's like trying to give yeah. me to do like it's not like more monitors or more it's like right. he's like he's like giving it's me like dark. light stuff. Um yeah, like it's shit. not theatric <laughs> enough, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's like fucking like well, it's like a two hundred fifty or it's like three or four hundred people at least. And like he's like, dude, more lights, dude. We've lights. already talked about Entheos tonight, but we gotta give Naveen a shout out once again because there was uh Entheos tour that he also was doing the lights while he was he's one of those guys he's one of those guys that just learned something and yeah he'll he'll like but uh, he even said i I think i remember him saying it was it was fucking tough work and he probably realized that he didn't he shouldn't have took that on but you know it's he nailed he does all, all anything that naveen like sets his mind to is like i'm gonna do fucking this like he just fucking is in a room for you know weeks until it's fucking perfect yeah. you know what i mean he's one of those guys that gets it and he, and he tries to play it off like no i don't know what you're talking about dude like yeah and, you know like I, he's like ah oh, i suck and he's one of well, those guys that's like, that's the perfect yeah. that's i think that's the attitude you would want in a homie that is a brilliant artist yeah yeah, yeah. i mean he does the same thing you wouldn't want even... you wouldn't want your homie being like i know i'm the sickest you, you know? don't even know like what he can do with fucking blinds dude because that's like what his job <laughs> is is blinds He's like uh, making a fucking insane income on blinds. And he like never talks about it ever. Are you talking about blinds on windows? Like, yeah. He yeah. can like, because you know, how I, have the, I don't know if I can, have a, you've seen it before, but it's that like kind of triangle window I have at the top of my, because it's kind of an A-frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. It's the one you and, look out to because you're, you're in like a little treehouse bed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, I was like, dude, can you like like get like some sort of like thing where i could like press a button and like it's like comes down he's like yeah i could do it but it's fucking gonna be expensive as shit because like it's a it's a fucking triangle that has yeah. lines come down you know yeah. and he was like yeah i could i could do it but it's gonna be super expensive and i was like damn like i don't even know how that even works like besides like pressing a button and a blanket drops so i have no idea <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> the quick release anyway. yeah it's just like you, know, you have to uh, roll it get up it back the up there yeah, <laughs> need a ladder at night. Climb just put a there. piece, put a big rubber band on it, so it just like it just sinks back up. Like it's like a belt that just brings it back up. Yeah, but uh, no, he's he's really good. Blinds are actually fucking pretty gnarly. Having him 
yeah, explain a little bit to me. But yeah, he's one of those guys. He's just he nerds out when he focuses on something. It's just like I'm gonna be the best. You know, he's like one of those guys. Well, I know? tried to take I I had blinds break upstairs, and I tried to take it apart and put it back together. You can't. So <laughs> once you take it once it's once it's taken apart, if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, there's no way it's getting back together. Yeah, yeah, and working properly. Totally. <laughs> it's an it's a fucking if you if you're in the blind industry and you're good at it like you're gonna make some fucking we're money. fucking we're blind at the wheel right industry. now just <laughs> driving through eight ten weeds. foot weeds dude mm -hmm. and we're all blind at the wheel just trying to get through it right now and and it's taking over us dude oh, <laughs> no i think we're uh, we're creeping up at a good time dude so so i have a uh yep. i have kind of a uh just a little send off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, send this. yep. I agree with Murray. Yes. <laughs> so we, we mentioned it earlier. So I kind of want to. Um, I just thought about it. So I, I have it saved. But um, circling back. Circling back. A little, a little back circle. But um, we were talking about Severed Savior at Pacifica. Oh, so have, shit, have yeah. queued up. I forgot about so that. You probably like mm. a little. So it's just one song. So oh, I can nice. bring you guys back a little bit for. Uh, Rad. For, uh, I wouldn't mind watching this. I haven't seen this in a while. F word, F word, the humans. F word, the <laughs> humans. Too. Actually, before we get started, uh, Anthony, you you shouted out your wife at that uh, event. What was that? What did you? What song did you give her? Yeah, it was her birthday, and uh, <laughs> we just so happened to start the uh, set with a song that may not be so nice to women, and I but. It was all for the joke. It was for the laugh. I wanted to start the set with telling her how much I loved her, telling everybody how much I love her and how it was her birthday. Happy birthday. Okay, let's start the song. This song's called Bury the Whore. <laughs> and then we just started. <laughs> and, and, and I will say that my wife knew what I was doing there, and she laughed okay. with me. Good, I good. looked right at her while I was saying it, and good, she good. giggled as soon as the song started, dude. Because <laughs> she knows what's up, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's She's a good been joke. with me if since I was, I was yeah, If your wife's in dude. on the joke, then fuck yeah. That's fucking yeah. awesome, dude. I didn't yeah. tell her that I was going to say it, though. That's yeah, yeah. what makes it even better, is that she didn't know it was coming, and she still laughed with me, you know? <laughs> It didn't matter but who was there. I literally was looking at her and it was for her and everybody else giggled and And all the, all your friends in Pacifica know that it's your fucking woman, so it's like yeah, kind of, like it's exactly. like a joke. If you were like in Arizona and did it, it'd be, like, <laughs> it'd be a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> but you're at your I'd hometown still do show. It for her. If she was there in Arizona, I would have yeah, if she was there, yeah. All right. So let's, see it, let's go back to uh Pacifica. Second, first show of the tour, second show of, wasn't the second show of you guys playing for the last No, this, is, the, this two, is how we kicked off uh, Servile right here, this night. I don't know how big this is, but. I'm going to turn it up a little bit, last time people were saying it wasn't loud God. Like a Murdoch. Yeah. <laughs> Murray. No long hair. <laughs> Beautiful. 
Oh, we got some Troy footage. There you go. Jeff Hugel. The main man. Oh, that guy's bone. <laughs> Killing me. Right? right in the position that should not be. Oh. He's recording on the way he's recording. I love this part right here. I don't even know what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> God damn. This jazz park. Can we just say how fucking how amazing. Everybody be quiet. 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 That is a good band right there. Oh, yeah. very, yeah. very, very fun <laughs> songs to play, dude. That's, very, I mean, that part going from the jazz break, Mike, is it true I heard rumors that you don't know much about music theory or something like that? Because that sounds insane. I don't even know. <laughs> like, going from that, like, clear, or that, sorry, that clean part, that super demonic sounding, twisty, clean part, I know a little. Okay, good. I think, I think Thank that you. was a kind of a miss. <laughs> misinterpretation but, uh, of but i don't really think that you need Mike's to know will attempt at answering a question yeah i know i feel like he's, he's you always downplaying like, you don't yeah. need to be super into it but but you could also tap into like you, you you can find the feeling and run with it and end up be by ear just becoming a sick player there's that that there's probably so many examples of that across the board with what we listen to there may be so many people out there that don't even look into music theory but they just know they figure out what sounds good and then they run with it but i I don't think gilbert's like that at all dude i think there's no way that you can have those riffs and and not know anything about music theory it's it's that's where i think that 
the story about him not knowing a lot about theory was because he's being humble and he mm. plays more for the feel of it than the technicality of oh, totally is this in phrygian or what shape am i playing this in or you know the, all that stuff like i the all the theory that i know which is not a lot for you know a guitar player but being that i don't play guitar <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah i've learned from, a lot of chords i've learned from that's brutal osmosis and proximity <laughs> conversations with mike so yeah but it but definitely it's it's definitely always been more about feel um, oh totally than, i mean well, actually, the invention of music is before music theory so it's like yeah we figured out music before we organized it and and figured out the map yeah. and all that shit it was all feeling before that well i know what you kind mean mike because uh mike actually last night i i've been playing a lot more guitar lately i've been i got this little that little uh fucking katana amp i got it's like a wireless cool little practice amp i put in my living room now and it's a wireless little thing i could just jam on my couch now and uh i was like fuck i want i need to like get my alternate picking back so i uh pulled up fucking fecal filiac and i learned all the pretty much everything up until the solo because i didn't want to do that but um i was like paying attention to like what you were choosing for notes and i was like that's definitely not like i don't think that's really on a scale but the thing is it sounds like it works you know what i mean it's like a decrepit riff kind of like a matte riff where it's like it's not really like on a scale but it makes sense you know what i mean like it has a has a flowing vibe to it and it also goes to the uh the heavy chords and kind of like matches up to that but it's not like i don't think it's a is that a, i don't think it's a scale is there no song on that song fuck maybe i'm fucking that up i think it's far enough but um the, i feel like that's the best picking exercise is fecal filiac i think if you're like wanting to relearn um and get tight with um uh, alternate picking i feel like that's that's your exercise like that <laughs> fucking beginning and that middle. i mean also too you can start like you can start slow and work at it but like if you just keep it consistent with your alternate picking if you guys it's all I actually went on um online even though mike sent me all the tabs a long time ago i have them on here but i went online and it's like perfect and uh, if you guys are ever trying to work on your chops that shit it's just a good exercise i just sat there for like an hour just working on it and it was like fucking made strides in an hour you know so i don't know check it out if you guys want to play uh the fiddle <laughs> um do some alternate yeah. string skipping picking slant fecal oh i read that wrong <laughs> <laughs> down you do um, downward i mean downward i can dog, do it i fecal picking. i can do that but it's i have a, I have a twitch <laughs> i have a twitch where i can do i can do that but it, i want to work on my alternate picking it makes it hard like that song alternate picking is way harder than down picking to me because i have a twitch though so. i'm on twitch, twitch. All, alternate picking <laughs> is harder than down picking well i think that because alternate For picking me is. is makes it to where you can play things faster right yeah so down picking, had the, down I've picking had the, each note is harder well i've had the natural twitch i remember uh it's more brutal yeah greg from a legion like you had like, the caveman twitch yeah he was all like hey let's do a lesson in the I, he gave me a couple lessons, and um, I was like, I just want to get out of this down picking thing. And I down picked a riff. He's all, "That's sick. Keep doing that." Like, what are you doing? <laughs> he was like, he was like, all, I was like, no, no, that's not what I wanted to hear. I don't want to hear because like it doesn't feel like I have uh, consistency if I'm gonna be down picking that fast. It feels like it's gonna be like, you know, sometimes my wrist just won't be into fucking twitching want, like that. Well, twitch know? is hard. Yeah, exactly. 
But so, isn't know. that like the Dallas style? Is down picking all crazy or no? No. No. Who who's who does Gorgasm. the crazy down? Okay. Gorgasm's like that's like their their badge of honor a little bit, but they still do alternate picking. But mm-hmm. anyways, well, actually, call Chris Beatty's got some crazy he's down insane. picking style. No, he's got it down. He's got it completely down. Like he's got the he can do any technique he wants. That guy's yeah. That guy. And how old is he, dude? I think he's, he's 24 and 25, or he's 25. He's just still in his 20s? Yeah, yeah. No, he's 24. Oh, dude, that dude, that like dude is... That dude's... <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I, I, I'm I I'm fortunate to have him be involved in this podcast at all, because that dude's going to blow the fuck up, dude. Totally. He's climbing hard. He just started his climb, too. I mean, I'm not saying that, like... Zenith Pastures isn't something great to be in, but like I think that Chris can, uh, you know, yeah, immediately ex- getting ex- like all that and get get somewhere crazy, dude. I think. Well, that... I think well, for him, he needs to just. I think this is a good way to get his name out. I think it's a great way to get his name out. But I also think that he's got such good music that he's written that um, it'll be a good pathway for him to show off what he can do with his own music. And we're also um, very fortunate to have listened to it that most people haven't. You know, he's got like two albums of dreamer shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, totally. Wow, definitely. No, no, no. He's got like multiple albums. He's got like four albums or something. Yeah. I don't even know. Some, some crazy. Twenty-seven albums. He's got Thirty-eight <laughs> albums. For each year he's been born, he's written an album. By the end of this podcast, <laughs> like Chris Beatty's the next Zappa, dude. He's gonna have like ninety <laughs> records when he dies, dude. Totally. Yeah, he's in his prime right now, man. He's he's killing it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna raid. Um, I was just about to ask you that. Who are we gonna do? I'm probably gonna tonight? raid Nicole again because that's the only one that's. I mean, I oh. love Nicole, and I've fucked up with her fucking trying to raid her like five times. No, you were successful <laughs> last time, right? We we pulled it off last time, right? Yeah, but there's not that many people online, and uh, I w- want to raid like someone different every time. But she's fucking a badass, and I and she's and actually she- gonna be on a TV show, by the way. Um, Whoa! I saw it with uh, it's with a uh, fucking. Like Tosin's one of the judges. Um, I'm supposed to say like John Petrucci's a judge, and like all these other judges, they're they're judging these metal bands. Yeah, I saw um, that. After that. Oh, yeah. what channel? Yeah, yeah. What is, what is it for? It's on like uh, on Tosin's thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like a TV thing. I think Almost it's like actual that. cable. Yeah. Like when you're on satellite, or, or it might dish. be. It looks really <laughs> professional. They have like like people like from like the biggest bands on there and it's like yeah, but so is it in an internet thing or is it going to be on tv either way i, I want to find you guys, find chat, you guys seen that shit i don't know that's like but anyways uh it's a metal it's like a american idol yeah <laughs> which you know american idol actually this is actually a sick version of american idol because i remember i watched a, a compilation on how all like musicians are like american idols the cancer of music like it's the mm-hmm. worst mm-hmm. thing to happen to music since fucking uh I forget, but uh, this is actually a metal version. American Idol so like, shows you what everybody's into, and then you realize, oh, dude, everybody fucking hates music, dude. Yeah, well, it just shows like executives. It shows like million dollar executives going like, "This is what we'll sell, and this yeah. is, will do great." It's not like this is what you'll like. It's like this is what the the thirteen to eighteen demographic is gonna love. It's like, well, I mean, it's not like you know anything exciting anymore. But um, yeah, I'm gonna fucking rate her. She's a fucking badass. But um, anyways. I love you, Troy. <laughs> I think hey, I think that she right probably on. just streams at the same time we do on Thursdays or whatever. You know, that's probably no. She's no, no. I think she's always streaming on Thursdays. Um, yeah. Scott Scott Carstairs was on there too. I was going to rate him, but he took off. 
He's always um, wraps up by like nine. Like yeah, six to nine. Definitely. Yeah. Sixty nine. But uh <laughs> Dude. we're going over to there right now. But uh Troy, we'll Troy's wrap, in. Up, though. Troy's in with the redemption. Got the pl- plenty volume on the mic tonight. Yeah, I you know what I turned it up a little bit before this just to make sure. I was <laughs> like, worst case sure. scenario. Yeah. Cause I had the same issue on the first couple of streams. People like, I can't hear you. I'm like, fuck, blowing out my eardrums, but well, at the time the that we, we we were still very, very infantile when you guys came on. So like everybody was just like stoked to have everybody like, on yeah. so we didn't really think about like levels right. of vocals or not vocals but like just microphones and but dude i'm i, I i'm <laughs> very happy that you came back on with us i know i'm very oh, inebriated yeah. right now but I, I i think i can still talk straight so i'm gonna take us out on uh you're raiding nicole right now Let's make sure that that's successful before I, I did. say goodbye. No, no, no. She's making. Yeah, she's still calling us out and shit. It's nice, set. cool. All right, well, rock on, everybody. We love you. Um, like, subscribe, hit the buttons, oh. notifications, uh, Twitch and YouTube. Please, if you haven't hit all the buttons, just hit all the buttons for us and go oh, over to uh, Severed Troy Drums on uh, Twitch yeah. and follow that subscribe to that throw him some bits when he's uh he's streaming and uh hit that severed savior.us for your your swag and uh yeah we're calling it drip now i don't know why yeah people are saying drip now i don't understand the like fuck up, dude you don't it even know drip, dude. yeah i don't know <laughs> drip, dude. You know is drip, it lit so i gotta get yeah. some lit drip that's what that's drip. what yeah. kids yeah. are saying now you know, oh, that drip, drip is lit, bro. Severed Savior's got some <laughs> lit drip at severedsavior.us, guys. <laughs> Straight up. It drips. You'll, get, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be soaked. You'll be wet on that shit. It drips, yeah. and then it, as soon as it drips, it then drips it, it lights up. It, it It's lit, dude. And, and it drips hard, and then you can yeah. beat it out. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me on. Fuck yeah, Troy. I love you, buddy. Mostly love you too, buddy. In the weeds, it's been a it's been a blast. Hey, yeah, we already we already we already did the fucking breakdown of your life, so we gotta fucking get in the weeds. Right. We gotta go. And just dirty. so everybody knows, I don't give a fuck if you don't like the weeds. I like to be in the weeds. Too. <laughs> I like in the weeds too. I was yeah. gonna say earlier, the weeds are kind of where the character is and where what the, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. the charm oh, of, totally. it, of it is, really, to be honest. It is. Yeah. It's exactly. Yeah, it gets into yeah. more random shit people can relate to. And, I think yeah. that's what makes Cali Death Podcast. So come back next week. We'll so be doing it real, again. Real. Let's oh, see yeah. what kind of weeds we get into next week, guys. <laughs> All right. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Rock Jeez. on Nicole. Uh we love you and uh rock on to everybody else. Uh, have a great weekend and we'll see you next week.